This is the Writing on Games cast, episode 89. Uh, today is, well, when you're hearing this, it'll be the 26th of October 2018, and you won't be listening to it because you'll be playing fucking Red Dead. Um, but, hey, anyway, how you doing? My name's Hamish, I'm the host of Writing on Games, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nico Blakely. How are you? Get a, get a dog, little ongi. I'm a, I'm a cowboy. Hey, right, right, um, cow. I won't, I won't actually get to play that game for like a few days. So, ne- neither so will I. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're, you're all gonna have to have the uh, hee haw without me for a bit. Because, <laughs> yeah. man, it's it's it's, it's the same thing that happened fucking last year. Remember, it was October twenty seventh. I think was the day that you had. Wolfenstein, Mario, and the new fucking Assassin's Creed launching on the same fucking day. And, That's right. And, like, I could play none of them because I was working on a fucking video, and then, it, like, it, it, working on a fucking video that wouldn't come out until after my fucking Wolfenstein one anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, it, 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 yeah, and this time I'm, you know, I'm working on a bunch of fucking stuff. So, uh, yeah, maybe a couple of days before I actually get to that but you know this stuff is coming it's uh it just it's all happening at fucking once <laughs> it's uh yeah games man they're all they're they are releasing <laughs> um so but yeah um what, what you been up to man how you been doing been good uh, i've just been exercising oh yeah uh yeah on the gym of the streets you know lifting lifting myself up on light poles and shit yep. and yep and you know throwing cars back yeah you know. yeah 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 not breaking them, but throwing them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then just doing some some Halloween Halloweening. You know, I I bought a pumpkin, I carved it up. Yep, g- gave it a fa- gave it a face, put a smile on that pump. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I I live in an apartment in the middle of the city, and um, my house isn't really like on the street level at all. Yeah. So the pumpkin's really just for me, and my girlfriend. <laughs> sees it and i don't want like kids and shit gathering around my front window they sure. already do that for my cat and i hate it and <laughs> so really i just put it i put it in the corner of my kitchen <laughs> well i mean yeah. also like you know I, I, I honestly after working in a fucking in the produce department of a supermarket for years you know halloween was one of the worst fucking times because there is nothing like the smell of a rotten pumpkin. Yeah. It, it yeah. is like, it, it, it stinks of the worst fucking piss you ever fucking like smell. It's, it's it, it, you know, it, it, honestly, it, 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 it fucking, t- it's, it's like, you know, you get, you get a fucking He's like having memory. gourd flashbacks, everybody. Yeah, Watch exactly. Out. Yeah, man. It's, uh, He's- it's it, like you know. It's, it's the right same now, way. Hamish is standing in an ASDA. And he's freaking <laughs> out right now. Me and you may be sitting here, but Hamish is in the throes of gourd. <laughs> gourd. I don't even know. I, I can't think of a snappy word after gourd, but gourd gore. I don't know. Just... <laughs> well, I mean, it's, yeah. Like you know, whenever I go into like a supermarket now and I see like the, pu- the fucking pumpkins, and I see someone putting them out, and like you know, you'll it, your eyes will meet for like a second, and you'll just be like, it'll just be that, that look of. I know. I, I I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have to go through this. 
It's because there's because there's gonna be that fucking one at the bottom of the pile that no one's gonna fucking buy because it's a little bit soft and then it's gonna fucking like melt because they fucking melt basically and, the, and and then just the liquid gets everywhere and it's uh, oh so yeah. horrible. Like, re- yeah, retail. the one my the one my girlfriend picked out was already kind of mushy on the inside and was like applesauce basically on the uh, inside. Oh god, my, mine's getting a little black uh, dots. <laughs> All yeah. over the inside. You're you're gonna, you're gonna want to dump that pump. Yeah, I'm gonna dump it probably tomorrow. So we've had this pumpkin not even a week. <laughs> yeah, it's they 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 go off on you. It's uh, it's it's not good. Retail ruined Christmas for me, and it also ruined Halloween as it turns oh, out. Oh man, dude, I have like a literal like uh, I don't even know what it is like a clockwork orange style reaction to hearing the Jackson five Christmas album, all thanks to a very shitty holiday shift. I worked in 2011. I was also playing dark souls at the time. So it was a real dark time all around. Like my, like work was kicking me in the dick. And then I went home and played a video game that was equally as mean. And it was just like, you know, getting, getting no love. And it was like, and the Jackson five Christmas album just plays. And I swear I'll hear it now. And I get nauseous. Like, I just start, like, going, like, oh, like, uh, 11-hour shift. Like, just, you know, just like, bubbles up. And, yep. you, and then you realize, uh, no, not anymore. The nightmares are over. I mean, there, there was, there, there was uh, one, one job I worked um, where I got, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but there was one where, uh, like, every Christmas they would just fucking play the, Jack, uh, the, the James Brown Christmas album. Nice. And at least that's well. I like the, the Jacksons. Like, I guess they're both fun, of equal funk, but still. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I, like you know, as someone who likes a lot of fucking funk music, it was actually like it was really good. But it was also that album is really fun. I think James Brown has like fucking five Christmas albums or something. But this <laughs> this this one that that would that would just come on the whole like all the time. The lyrics were really fucking weird because it was just like Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming to my show. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my show. He's just happy you came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like it's it's, it's like a sad re- old relative making yeah. a funk album. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, it's it's like I actually went and listened to it, you know, and and it's 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 a pretty damn good fucking album. And it's like, but it's just weird that it's even a Christmas album because it's just. Oh, to all the fans out there, thanks thanks for being you. Also, Merry Christmas. And now it's a Christmas album. It's, it's like, it's, it's really good. And the cover is great because it's just James Brown in a fucking Santa costume. Uh, like, but with like a fat, fat Santa costume. So it just, it's, it's, oh, it's very good. I love, I love that his, his song is like, thanks for showing up. Yeah, I mean, it's, coming it's, over it's, for it's Christmas. Li- it li- literally, it's like, Thanks for coming to my show, you know? It's like, fuck you now. All right. No, like no a, problem, James. I didn't come to your show, but sure. That Aqua Teen villain who was that old man rapper, Little Brittle, and his, his hit <laughs> single was Come Visit Me, Dog. <laughs> just, he was lonely at a nursing home. I mean, like, the, the I seem to remember the titles were actually pretty good as well. The, the complete James Brown Christmas Let's make Christmas mean something this year. Sweet Little Baby Boy, <laughs> parts one and two. Merry Christmas, I love you. Signs of Christmas, the Christmas song, version two. Merry the Christmas, Christmas, baby. Song version two. Then two tracks later, the Christmas song, version one. 
please come home for Christmas. This is my lonely Christmas part one. This is my lonely Christmas part two. Christmas in heaven. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus, Santa Claus. <laughs> that sounds like an early 90s hip-hop album. <laughs> Believers shall enjoy, non-believers shall suffer. So, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you should sure, even just start reading, like, some propaganda? <laughs> like, this is, what is going on? This is the complete James Brown Christmas on Spotify. Soulful Christmas. Tit for tat, ain't no taking back. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, parts one and two. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that not a Christmas album? A lonely little boy around one little Christmas toy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Hey, America, you know it. It's just like, it's just like, oh, whatever. I got, some, I got some, I got some singles knocking about. I guess I'll just throw them on the Christmas album too. So, so the, the the two track double hitter here, my rap that was spelled with two P's, and then I'm your Christmas friend. Don't be hungry. What's this? You sound like Lil B songs. It's like, what does that even mean? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm oh, oh, I'm choking. <laughs> oh. oh man. Whew. So yeah, that's uh, the the uh, Christmas uh, album of James Brown. Um, oh, I think I'll stick to Funky Drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, my baby, and a very, very happy new year. (laughs) That old Christmas classic, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But yeah, so, uh, you've been playing anything? (laughs) Woo! God, yeah. Uh, Oh, wake my memory. That was so funny. Uh, Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I just opened up my browser and the first thing that popped up was a 3D image of Moe's bar and I got distracted by spinning it around right now. Uh, soul caliber at six. A soul re- still burns. The but legends souls, never die. Two souls. Yeah, just, a just say fate, souls destiny, soul. soul, blade, you're done. Yep, yep. Some- um, a tale as old as time. Yep. Beauty and the Beast. Soul Caliber Six. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, so, uh, yeah. It's pretty much Soul Caliber Two in terms of story from where I'm sitting. I don't really. What the fuck game? First off, I gotta say, it just kind of like sidestepped the plot, the lore. I mean, there wasn't really good lore, but it's still weird that they're just like, let's just tell the Street Fighter or sorry, Soul Caliber Two story over again. Well, you see, this is the thing I played. A lot of Soul Calibur 2 growing up. Like, it's, one, it's probably, like, one of the games I've played the most in my life. I can't remember the story. Like, the story was it, just... It was badly shown to you. It was all It was all text, and at the age we were when that game was new, we were not in the fucking mood to read a paragraph about Mitsuruki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I knew enough to know that the story in that main plot, I'm like, this is just the stuff that they said about the characters in 2. Like... It was like backstory for the characters already in two, which was like two games into the series. It was weird. 
But that doesn't detract from a very, very good fighting game. I it's, really, I really like that game. It's Tekken. It's Tekken Seven. But, what? Uh, it's Tekken what? It's Tekken Seven. But this I'm year, about Soul Calibur Six. Yes, I mean it's, it's Tekken Seven. But this year, I was, I was, I was going to say it's like it's, it's my fighting game for the year. It, like Dragon Ball came out and it kind of came and went for me. I was just like, this is like. It's it's too much for me to get my teeth into. Really, like it, I I the single player is bad, and I'm bad at the multi. I, like I'm I'm too I'm not good enough for the multiplayer. So I'm just getting my ass handed to me all the time. So I was like, it, you know, totally on me. But I was just like, I, I I didn't really jive with that game very well. Uh, I'm I'm liking Soul Calibur Six a lot. Um, they um. They already, I think it's better than Tekken 7, to be honest, and it's due really? to one little thing for me, and it's that slow-mo thing. The the slow-mo is now not like a, it's not a thing that happens during combat, it's like a thing that gets triggered during combat, and it's like, it turns into like micro Bushido Blade, where it's like, you both tap something, and then you come at each other. So, I, I'm still like kind of getting to grip like it just in the sense that like i'm I'm trying to figure out what that thing's purpose is because that's you're talking about the thing that's basically rock paper scissors aren't you yeah because you can dodge it seems like you can do a horizontal or like a vertical like above the head attack that's always what those are the three i've noticed and it seems like and i i don't know how they start but i i like when they start because it's you both stop what you're doing and get ready to like slap a button real quick well, and yeah. It's, I don't know, I just like the way that's executed more. It, t- t- with Tekken 7, it felt like it was for flavor, like near the end of a fight or something, or when mm. something was going to be real close and you just wanted to go, ooh, look at that kick. But in this, it's like, oh shit, oh shit. And then you can like, it's like a, you can turn the tables. So I, I haven't been in a situation yet where it has turned the tables. That's that's the thing that I'm, like, I'm struggling, like, so I, I I like the slow mo in Tekken Seven. I think it's it's uh you know it it has its effect, like you say, as just flavor for the fight. It's an extra little detail. What I'm not sure about it with that particular feature in Soul Calibur Six is how it just kind of stops the game. Like you press a button, but the flow of the fight just gets stopped for a second, and I'm just not entirely sure what the use for that is at this stage. If you're telling me that it can turn the tables of a fight, then cool. Like, you I'm, can misclick something and just get whapped, and then they'll throw you on the ground, and you know, you've played enough online Soul Calibur to know that for certain people you're playing against, you going on the ground is a fucking death sentence. Sure, yeah, yeah. And the you can also get out of somebody else beating the shit out of you. Like, if someone's whomping on you, and then they pull that out, you can twirl out of the way in slow motion, and that gives you a little leg up. Like, it's right. got its use. Okay. I wish I knew how to actually make it work. I like, think it's just R1. I, I, see, I didn't even... I, I've... God, I need to get a better controller. I, I, <laughs> I never use the R1 L1s on the stupid Xbox One controller. They they don't feel like they're there, and when I look down, they're not there, so... Yeah, <laughs> I, I... I would explain. I've maybe mismatched them, and that's how that's been triggered. So my understanding of that feature comes from just doing the 
the mode that it recommends you do at the start where you create your character and you get a tutorial in there, like a very basic thing of, here's how you move around and everything. And it just says, hit R1, and then it goes into this mode where you can press one of three buttons. So that's my understanding of it. I'm not sure about, like, uh, dodging or I, anything like I've that. Been, I have been skipping past every line of text in that fucking create a character story mode oh, thing. It's it so is fucking bad. so it's lame. Awful. It's, I it's, like the. I actually do like the idea that there's like random encounters and it's a fighting game. But I think there's a way they can make it so it's not a fucking piss ass Fire Emblem menu that just takes sure. forever. But like, yeah, I don't know. They're really obsessed with that quest mode ever since two. I feel like they've been yeah. really trying to shove that in there. Like they're just like, no, we need an RPG. We need it. Like it's like, no, you really don't, guys. Thank you for the goofy weapons, but let me unlock them some other way or, or something. I don't even think you can unlock goofy weapons in this one. I don't think you, you can. Unlock, you know. unlock weapons for the context of the mode, but they're yep. just JPEGs of the same thing you'll have. Like, it's yeah. a... It's not like when you'd have to unlink, uh, unlock, like, the the joke weapons by doing all, like, all those crazy steps we did this summer. Yeah. Like, I, I was, I was just going to say, like, guide. That, that, yeah, that we... Did we ever get the joke weapons? I don't think we did. We got, like, the fourth color for Link, which was hard to get, <laughs> according to a forum <laughs> post from 2003. <laughs> so, yeah, we're pretty cool. <laughs> it's purple. Yep, yep. It's... Oh, man. But, I don't know. The, the That mode sucks when you have a perfectly fine single player mode that has story a, mode's fine a bad like the individual story, story modes are neat but well so the main story with like keelik is shite but then uh, today at least you I, get to be keelik i love that character so i'm happy to just skip through all that shit and get fights with keelik sure but then i played Geralt's, and that is kind of funny just hearing Geralt in fucking Soul Calibur. <laughs> um, God, he really... I keep forgetting he's in this game. It's just, yeah. uh, as far as all the guest characters have gone, he's been probably the tamest because he fits, like, too yeah. well in with yep. the world. He's just like, yep, that's a guy who'd be in Soul Calibur. Like, and they, they have uh, Kier Morhen or whatever it is, the, the Witcher Training Academy, it, as a as a stage and yeah. it looks like the a music fucking too. It's bizarre stage. hearing Witcher music in this yeah. fucking game. The, and it, again, it fits. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's a cut above the rest of the soundtrack, though, just in terms of, like, quality and, like, <laughs> songwriting, though. It's like, it sticks yeah. out so hard. You're like, man, soundtrack got really good all of a sudden. Like, really good. What the fuck? And then <laughs> it dips back down to normal, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Geralt um, appears to be like the the boss of arcade mode for most of the characters. I think <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Um, I-, I love to think that he's a villain. I don't know. I- 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 so I'm saving blade. his story mode for the last one because I imagine it's like the if I remember correctly, like the Link story mode and like the Yoda story modes from the other guest characters were always like they fell through a time portal and met weird people. <laughs> and I-, I believe in four. It was like Darth Vader and Yoda's lightsabers don't work like lightsabers here so they're just normal swords like that was how they explained why you weren't just cutting everybody in half 
<laughs> like, we all know Darth Vader turned that fucking world upside down like two seconds. <laughs> Dude, be like Jesus. I, I, I mean, G- Geralt's story is literally that he went through a portal. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all. It's like every guest character gets the exact same story. It sounds like it's like, oh no, I fell into the world of Soul Calibur. Sure is weird. <laughs> and then but every character's like, what? who are you? You're weird. And then they, <laughs> and they fight and then they disappear. Fucking spoilers for Geralt's story. It's like 20, <laughs> 20 minutes in fucking Soul Calibur 6. But so Mitsurugi is the boss of that one. And <laughs> you just kind of happen happen across him in, I, what is what is I think, a, a Kira Morhen, but in another plane of existence. And Mitsurugi's just waiting there, and he goes, Ah, Gerald, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> just, and, and, and Gerald doesn't even say it no, but it's pretty, I was I was thinking when that was happening, oh, they're going to make a joke about... Uh, Gerald's going to say, actually, you pronounced that wrong, or something like that. No, well, that's Mitsurugi's it, reoccurring joke, because he, he's, he doesn't speak English too good, is like the joke. Even though it doesn't oh, matter, because every... Right. Because uh, he, he his his plot. I played his plot, and he comes from Japan to like Europe, basically, and is wandering around, getting in all sorts of trouble. And someone <laughs> says Astral Fisher, and he goes like Ar- artisanal fishies or something like that. So he like that's like <laughs> okay. a reoccurring joke with him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, right. That's I haven't played. That's like his quirk, yet. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that that joke kind of gets muddled up with the fact that everything he says is in English. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I, yeah. I think I think when he's talking to people, he's speaking busted English to their ears or just straight Japanese. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I uh, the customization I, beats the shit out of Tekken's too. for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. the the character creator is 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 not i don't know if i would say it's the wildest character creator no. in any video game or in you any can't go game full monster factory on it like you'd want yeah. to but it, it you can get some horrendous like uh i've just been making a whole cavalcade of sex perverts uh, like, yeah <laughs> like yeah there are so many creepy suggestive and and it's doing no small part to the fact that the the like the female uh, characters' animations map to like male bodies, and so you can just have this fat dude goblin with a deep voice <laughs> moving like ivy, and it's just, <laughs> it is just fucked, and it's great. Like it's just, I made, I made, a, I made, I made a fat goblin, portly goblin with a high pitched voice named Sexo, and <laughs> and he moves like Voldo, and and is just, uh, like I, I've been bringing him out into. Uh, those casual matches where it's just a bunch of people watching everyone's horrible custom <laughs> fighters beat the shit out of each other and he always gets kudos <laughs> good old sexo I, I mean, not to I mention mean, scale dong who's been dominating social media lately apparently who <laughs> <laughs> is a lizard with a big dong for sure the, for those who don't know uh well, that's that's the thing about this fucking character creator. Like, the one thing that sets it apart is that you can have fucking items that you would think, okay, this is going on my hip or whatever. It's a holster. Left collar b- bone, right collar bone. Like, really oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then and, you can just... And then, then you, you can, can move them forwards and backwards, too. Yeah. So you can kind of put them fucking anywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it so, really doesn't even matter where you set it. 
so so I have a guy called Cum that is 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 a, is, is, is a fucking moron. He's he's a I hate him. He's he's just the worst. But he has I he hate ha- him. <laughs> he, he, so so he has a gun, a, like just a pistol that I sized to the size of a fucking cannon and put it on his head so that he's got a gun on his head. Then I just put a gun floating to the side of him, completely, uh, you know, disentangled from his body. And then, then I just had a big floating cube up next to his head. So there's just this cube that follows my character come around and it's the worst. And I hate it. Uh, I mean, talking of, you know, character creators, we'll, we'll get onto the best character creator ever in a little bit because we played oh we, yeah, yeah 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 but but, but soul <laughs> caliber soul caliber is a fantastic fighting game it's it runs butter smooth on my pc it is it's responsive it's everything you want a good fighting game to be i can't i'm not the person to come to in terms of breaking down how the movesets all feel and stuff like that i i, I don't know I, I'm one of those guys that kind of button mashes in Soul Calibur games. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy that game. A great fucking deal. I, I have to like remind myself like 80 fucking times while playing Soul Calibur that block is a button. Yeah, yeah. That's, like so guard. That's... I'm so fucking bad at guarding. It's yep. like, yep. just get whomped online. Like, if you don't even know a little bit about how to guard, I would say stay away from online in this because you're going to get ruined. Like, yep, yep. Weirdly, though, weirdly, I've actually been doing okay in online in this. So Tekken, Tekken 7 in particular, I actually spent some time with and got okay at. But when, when it came to, like, online... I got my fucking ass handed to me every single oh, yeah. fucking time. People are savants on there, man. It's nuts. And I don't know if it's maybe just that Soul Calibur 6 hasn't been out super long, but even still, I'm doing okay in online. I'm I'm winning some matches here and there, and that's weird for me. I've never thought of myself as anywhere near kind of competitive. I mean, I'm still not. Like, I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm not but, good at this game, but I'm winning matches, which is something that I can't say about any other fighting game I've played online. So, who is your who's your who's your main? I um I still really like Mitsurugi. <laughs> it's uh it's it's basic, but I I I, I like him a lot. But it's, it, I'm still in that stage with the game where it's it's been a while since I've played since I've invested anything into a Soul Calibur game, really. So I'm still kind of getting a feeling for all the characters and everything. Um, one of the new characters was pretty good. It's the guy... Grow? Hooded, Is it Grow? No, it's the hooded guy that has uh, the scythe. I can't remember his fucking name. He's, he's, he, oh, he, he's not new. He's uh, he's from like three. All right, okay, well, I, I didn't play uh, a lot Z- of Z- Zasamile or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's good. He's he's actually, he's got a lot in common with Yoshimitsu where, I'm su- well, I'm surprised that guy hasn't made it into a Tekken yet because it's pretty much like he's like the Lord of Time or Death or some shit, and so he doesn't age, and I remember one of his endings being like, 
modern times. Like he he's, right. he he stays alive forever. Okay. Uh, he's like something about him. Like he knows how everything ends in Soul Calibur or whatever. It's something like he's basically the Raiden. Sure. Where he's just like I know how everything goes down. I'm a god, but I I can also get punched by a kid. I don't know. Just it's weird. I, people who play as him piss me off because I hate that scythe. I never know where that scythe is going. Right. It's 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 a it's a pain to fight against that scythe. Sure. Yeah. Maybe I should just get good at him. <laughs> it, it, it's it's one of the few fighting games I can think of where there is a real discrepancy between being big and being small. Like the big characters are strong as fuck, but they are also very very slow. And the smaller characters are very fast, but they don't hit nearly as hard. And that discrepancy is something that I haven't found in a lot of fighting games to that degree. It's, it's something that I, I've only really found in Soul Calibur games. So, I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting to to get back into one and be like, oh shit, yeah, I, I like how hard Astaroth hits, but it's... It, it takes a long time to make that thing hit. So, yeah. Sorry, uh, I found a Gundam. I don't know. Th- this is up your alley. Someone oh, made a Gundam. Hell man. yeah. Whatever oh, the green. Is, is yeah, it, the, yeah, Zach too. Holy it's shit. pretty neat. I don't even. I don't even know my Gundams, but I know that looks pretty fucking cool. That 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 that, that looks very very good. Uh, oh my god! Someone made a Zoidberg out of Voldo. <laughs> Oh my god! This, there, there is some really good. It's a. They need to. I hope they patch in a better way to uh, capture people's created characters because at the moment it's really stupid. You can only save one character to your profile, and that one you can like people who click on it give away. But the way you find people's characters it took me like way longer than most people are going to have the patience to look for, and it's like sure you got to be in a lobby, you got to hit start, and then you got to be like select. View person's profile, you click that, then you have to go down individually and click one. You see if they have a character. If they do or if they don't, you back out. And then you have to redo all the hitting start, select that from the menu, then go down to menu. It's, like, so slow and sloggy. They, they could make a whole social hub of this game of, char- like, custom characters being traded around and go go full Halo 3 with it. Have, like, a website dedicated to sharing the files on their own server. Like, they could really go all out with this customization. But they, they just haven't. I mean, we all know it'd be full of dicks, but still. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't spent enough time with it yet to really go looking for other people's characters and stuff, so... Yeah. Um, I, um, I got a game with one Liam Triforce, by chance. Oh, nice. Complete accident. Just uh, joined a random lobby. And there he was. <laughs> he had a... Uh, he had a, ta- uh, t- you know, that game, Tack in the Power of Juju. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> His character was like a 35-year-old buff man version of that. <laughs> so he's, 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 he's keeping with the meme, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was good. Great. And I, I copied that character down because <laughs> he had it available on his profile, so that was neat. <laughs> it's oh, good. Oh, man. Uh, I haven't spoken to Liam in, in a while. Liam, if you're listening, hi. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Hi, hi. Is 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 that is that we were like I I don't really know what else to really say about Soul Calibur because it's 
it's a, oh, it's, a very good fighting game that I don't understand very well. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, like, there's not a lot to say about Soul Calibur, because people who like it already got it. And people who don't sure. care about it, they won't even be listening to what we're saying right now. Yeah. I will say this is the weakest Yoshimitsu we've seen in quite some time. In in terms of... Like, you know, his playstyle's great, as always, but, like, every... Like, his he's... This is the least interesting Yoshimitsu of, like, most games he's been in. Yes, uh, yeah. He just sucks. Like, it's just, like... he, he He's gone back to looking pretty basic, which is yep. fine. I get that these are, like, pre-him... Hanging out with Dr. B, making some crazy tentacle armor for himself or whatever the fuck yep. he gets up to. And <laughs> feeding a rat some growth hormone. Yeah, it's, you know, doing wacky shit. But uh, he seems to like, already have an automaton body in this one, but it's like, yeah. it's totally just uncool, man. I don't know. Oh, it's... I haven't actually checked his customization. Maybe he gets specific stuff like in Tekken 7, how he got like a shark costume. It was just for him. <laughs> yeah. It was like... <laughs> You can make him like a, a silver buff hammerhead shark man or something. That was pretty neat. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like he's he's so I don't know what happened to Yoshi, man. This is my boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone. Y- yeah, Yoshi, Yoshi was like the fucking he, he was he was the heart of the party for me. You know what he doesn't say anymore? There's no more Namu 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 Namu. <laughs> that's, that's the best line. I don't even know what that means, but it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's R.I.P. The real Yoshi. I, I I mean he, I I don't know if he was, I I played through his story mode and I was like oh he's kind of an asshole but it might be because the the sword absorbed evil or something like that. I always kind of imagined him as like some you know good guy or whatever. And he, at the end of that story mode, he becomes a good guy, I guess. And that's how he avenges the Manji clan or whatever. I, I don't know. The story, the stories in this game are daft. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm reading right now that every Yoshimitsu in Soul Calibur is a different dude. What? Like, there? yeah, well, because I, I did remember that Yoshimitsu is the name of the sword and it's like a right. title. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. But the one in Tekken, I think he's like a ghost or some shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> or just like a dude who's like barely alive being swapped over to different body vessels. But I think in this, it's like just a dude takes up the Yoshimitsu. I'm, I mean, I, I've, I've always wondered about the, the Tekken soul caliber connection because aside from- Astaroth is two different dudes as well. There's a few characters that are just like, it's like a name. It's like a title. That people take on right, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Soul Caliber is not a great story. <laughs> I don't think that's a controversial stance to take. Everybody and so the only cool thing about Soul Caliber to me, in terms of the story, is that everyone appears to be kind of an asshole. Like sure. everyone's kind of selfish in Soul Caliber. Like, yeah. Like sure, some of them are friendlier, but at the end of the day, every single person on this roster is out to get a sword that's going to turn him into an evil bastard. Yep. Except for the people who are like, no, don't do it. And then they get it, but then they turn bad. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, it makes no sense. Why not just not fuck with the sword? How about that? Was, was, was Edge Master always a character? Yeah, he's been there since like Soul Edge. R- really? Like, no, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, he's like, old I, school. I mean, because I, I know the, the big skeleton dude is like, he's Soul Edge. But the actual Edge Master, I I didn't I can't remember seeing him 
anywhere... was he dipped out for a while. Uh, right. Was it? Wait, maybe I'm, I got it wrong with Soul Edge. What? His first game was Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. The first Soul Calibur. Okay. And then he wasn't playable again until Soul Calibur Five, which nobody played Soul Calibur Five. Come on. <laughs> I didn't. This this leads to my theory that every good Soul Calibur is the even numbered Soul Calibur. Right. Two is great. Four, amazing. Yep. Six, really good so far. That's just what I've noticed. <laughs> I, there are moments in this game, though, where like they'll, they'll dangle a character that you recognize in front of you, like in the story mode, and you'll be like, oh, shit, I'm about to fight Edgemaster. And then you don't. And then right yeah. after that is a, is a cut scene where, you, where a guy in a bandana called Bandit Number One is like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And, then, and you're like, oh, God. And then you fight a guy who's a custom character in a bandana. And I'm just like, man. Yep. You could, like, what are you fucking doing here, game? Like, like, just like, you didn't even, they didn't even try to make clone characters of, like, other characters, but make them vital characters to their story. Like, I would have, I would have totally swung with that. Like, uh, I don't know. Killick's got some best friend named Jim, and Jim is, looks way different, but, but, but he's got Killick's stick. They trained the same place. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, they could have done more interesting things with this character creator for their story mode and giving you, like, double the characters for half the design time, but they didn't. One, no one, of, those, one of those bandits uh, had Geralt's moveset, and I am 100% sure at some point Geralt's voice came out of that bandit. It's nice. <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? Because up until that point, it had just been the usual kind of grunts and then just out of nowhere it was like come here you monster it's uh, what i'm i'm playing as keelik that i don't know where the fuck that came from it's uh yeah so (laughs) but aye that's soul caliber i guess it's a very good fighting game i like it a a lot it's a tale of souls and swords man eternally retold Literally, I turn like like nothing new is told here. Yeah, they're they're, ne- well, they're never gonna. Fucking- I guess they 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 introduce that guy grow, and it's like, oh, I guess he was doing shit behind the scenes the whole time, but I don't care. Just tell me something new. He's a skull face of Soul Caliber. I like Grow though, even though he's Grow got a dark mole. Oh, but at least uh, at least in his story, it appears like everyone he hangs out with has to wear one of those stupid eye patches. <laughs> so it's like a word so you know like if you think about it that he's just being forced to wear like a retail bit like clothing you know like it's a uniform retail you gotta wear the uniform yeah <laughs> gross gross just a jobber man he's just getting by his day to day you know yeah exactly he hates the smell of pumpkins his manager Loves comes James around he fuck, he's got to pretend like he's working a bit harder he's got one of those managers that's like if you're not cleaning a surface or something when there's nothing to do you're not working it's like fuck you <laughs> oh man Ugh. the worst but you know yeah. go- going from one character creator to another we played another game with a very very good character creator uh my name is thug pro <laughs> yeah Touched upon last episode where I think yep. we left off where I was like, I don't know how to download it, but I, fi- I figured it out. <laughs> and I'm very proud of you, Nico. Yeah. It, it, it's gotten easier since the last time I attempted it, I swear. And <laughs> there's like a website that literally does all the work for you. It's like, click this. Now click this. Now hit install <laughs> on this before you hit install on this. 
you're done. It was like it, yep. was, it was super fast. And um, we played some Thug Pro with a with a sizable group. I think we had five or six at most at once. Yeah, I think it was about five. Can't actually remember the, the end total, which is good. I just wanted to play an actual game where it wasn't randoms who have been playing Thug Pro for what appears to be their whole lives. Yep. People doing bonelesses in the air and crazy shit that I don't even understand. <laughs> like, what? I mean, that game is... The character creator in that, for me, absolutely makes it. I mean, it is kind of the best way to play Tony Hawk's if you are just looking for the most... The, the best that Tony Hawk ever got mechanically in in terms of this is the most stuff you can do that you could actually feasibly use and would want to use, which is Underground 2. But with a character creator that I think I, I, I the way I described Did it they last just time, break it like I, it, I that guess. can't be how it used to be. There's no, no way. No, 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 no. It's it's it's, it's to- totally different. They basically yeah. took the X Y Z sliders and just blew them the fuck up, so you can create the worst kind of clipping monster you could ever imagine, and. You can create some, like, legitimate fucking optical illusions with that thing. I I made it my mission to create the thinnest, stick-fucking-thin person you can ever create. But you, turn, you turned him on his side, and he was the stretched-out fucking... I can't even describe it. I was like, what the fuck is if this? Mode? If you've been to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and you walk by those uh, bust statues that stare at you as you walk by and that optical illusion, that was like somehow made in three dimensions using this model with Hamish's character. Like, you'd walk by him and he was like thin and then you'd look at him again and he was fat. And it was just like, what? Like, or when you just became like Hulk-sized angry video game nerd looking guy. Like, who just... He was more. He was more bicep than man. He was just like, yeah. It, it got to the stage where the game was legitimately hard to play because my guy was so fucking massive that I couldn't see past him. The screen was covered up with my guy, um, and then we did that thing where we nat we all natus spinned on the fucking one hydrant. I made a gif out of that and it was great. <laughs> it was it was a very, very fun time. And also just that skating around in fucking Tony Hawk with friends is a very fun time. <laughs> yeah, it, it became the world's best chat room because like I kept yep. forgetting to launch matches because we'd just be free skating and talking. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a really good idea, and the fact that like I don't know, I almost consider it borderline official. Ever since that, I read that Robomoto tweet. That's like, <laughs> you can go download Thug Pro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what they they even know. It's like it's the it's what we should have gotten as an official product, and we never fucking got. Like, yep. When Skate came out, that should have been the response, man. It just should have been fuck you. Here's every level we've ever made, and you can play with everybody. Like. That would have been that would have been a great counter to yeah. when skate was blowing up in popularity at the time, and they they didn't they gave you uh, 
what the fuck was going on with Tony Hawk back then? I don't even know. I was so caught with the skate bug that I I was like, Tony who? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because when skate came out, what game would have come out around that? When, they when tried it's... like one more game after Skate, right? Like the, before they just fell back into HD, and then the the, uh, the fifth nail in the coffin, I guess we'll say. Well, because the, the I'm a defender of Project Eight. We talked about this last week. American American Waste? No, it wasn't American Wasteland. It was Proving Ground. I'm a defender of American Wasteland. I'm, sure. I'm that guy. So. Proving Ground was the first game that I was like, this is actually bad. (laughs) This is not a good video game. And then after that was when they handed it to Robomodo, and that's when you got the peripherals, and that's when you got five and and an HD HD remake that was worse than than an N64 game. Yeah, (laughs) it's fucking terrible. Um, I, 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 one of these days I'm going to fucking do the video that I've been wanting to do for a good couple of years now, which is a technical breakdown of why Tony Hawk's HD is worse than, is, is the worst in the series apart from five, but why that is the worst way you could possibly play Tony Hawk if you were going back it's just so fucking floaty and the the input lag is unreal and the hit detection is fucking wild uh, i don't know it's bad game but thug pro is very good and it's very easy to or you know comparatively easy when you're when, when you think of it as a mod for what is essentially an abandonware video game at this point, it, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of work, but it's actually remarkably easy to to make it happen if you look into it. So, it, it's I, like a Google search away, like yeah, how, like literally just Google like how can I run Thug Pro, and you'll probably get the site that does it for you. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it's well worth checking out if you if you want to go back to Tony Hawk and it, that, you just can't stop holding on to what you are and you're pretending you're a Superman. <laughs> Thug Pro's here for you. Well, so I went into that with the Thug 2 soundtrack. On. I, I, I brought up a Spotify playlist that had all the, all the song soundtracks from one through four and, <laughs> and turned it up in the background and it saved it because I don't know. I don't. I can't even remember what's on the Thug Two soundtrack. I'm not a fan, though. I remember. So you have "Pain" by Jimmy World, which is very good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Then you have "Liberate" by Disturbed. <laughs> it's it's not right. good. Uh, you what got, else like, the do you Doors have? and shit. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thug Two has "Break On Through," uh, which is fucking great. Is that, this the that, game that, was... that has the that one song by? Uh, what is it? The "Don't Say That You Don't Understand." What's his face yeah, uh, from Rancid? That guy. Uh, oh, man. Oh, God, is that the Transplants? That? Is that the tra- Transplants? Is that that band? Travis uh, Barker drummed at him for a bit, and they're like really SoCali and really douchey. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Ca- California Babylon. <laughs> With his weird fucking voice. <laughs> oh, the, 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 what, what, what was interesting about that soundtrack was uh, Radio X and GTA 5 
has a lot of these songs on it <laughs> it's got uh lexicon devil uh that fucking x song los angeles uh um, los angeles is also in american wasteland that's so why is, i've been so- yeah they have this weird thing where they'll take like one or two songs from a few games ago and like throw them into a new game and then your mind does that berenstein bears thing where you're like oh i love the tony hawk 2 soundtrack i love the afi song and then you go on there and it's not on there and you're yep. like oh that was three and you're like it's just like shit like that i get that a lot with the tony hawk soundtracks trying to like remember them again this has fucking that's life by frank sinatra on it it's got it's gonna be a long night by ween on here yeah <laughs> what in the world uh what else has it got uh Ooh, fear i love living in the city that's that's a good song <laughs> I, like that. I like that song uh, uh handsome else? boy modeling school i don't oh, even think I... I know what that band is <laughs> so that that is uh the only reason i know that band is because fucking mars volta collaborated with them on something like years ago um oh it's got a fucking uh sweet willy roll bar by melvin's on it <laughs> it's great oh shit Never Give uh, Up by Mike V and the Rats. <laughs> Mike V and the Rats have a song on fucking every single fucking Tony Hawk soundtrack at this point. Uh, what was the one? <laughs> These are the days! days. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Mike V. <laughs> Mike V. Mike V. Um, is Mike Flea still uh, uh, in Black Flag, or is he gone now? <laughs> I don't think Black Flag is a thing anymore. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> the amorphous band. It's never... Well, well, they brought out... Does it exist? Does it not? Well, because well, they, they brought out fucking... What the? What the? Uh, with the weird <laughs> South Park cover art. Uh, uh, the, the, the South Park? No, it's the Hawaiian punch guy dropping acid and turning into a South Park character is what I've <laughs> interpreted it as. Uh, okay, they, they, they have broken up, I think. Uh, during a show in November 2013 on Black Flag's Australian tour, pro skater and band manager Mike Vallely, who previously sang with the band in 2003, came on stage, took, Ro- <laughs> took Ron Ray's microphone, ousted him from Black Flag, and sang the band's last two songs. Ray said he was relieved to be removed from the band, citing difficulties working with Greg Ginn. Uh, de- de- <laughs> so... Apparently, in 2014, they were meant to announce they were working on a new album, and then Dave Klein announced he was leaving. Uh, Greg got lost in his apartment full of cat food and weed, and we never saw him again. There's some weird shit with Greg Ginn's living situation. That dude is... uh, It's time for getting the van, too, Henry. Come on, we need a scoop. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the thing, it was the... So you had what was Black Flag, and then you had what was essentially a tribute band with a bunch of members that had with been in Black Flag. All the best members, you mean? Yeah. Like, you well, got fucking Dukowski, you got Bill Stevenson playing the drums sure. again? Like, it's all the good guys. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, though, I Greg Ginn is one of the best guitarists 
those fucking was black, one of the best w- guitars. Was one of the best. Sure, yes, because I don't know if you've seen any of his fucking solo stuff or dude. The, uh, it's just it's just like noodling on guitars. Yeah. Like it's just it's just a noodle album. It's I, like <laughs> yeah, ugh. and it's like a theremin. That he's there, there's a great. If you search for Greg Ginn on YouTube, there's a great performance that he does where he's just doing this fucking new age ass guitar solo and then just messing around with a fucking theremin. It's like that Serge Tankian performance where he, have you ever seen that? I think I showed you that where he's just <laughs> yeah. like messing around with a the theremin and it's like, and it's like we're, we're just in the rack for the oil. <laughs> The Thurman, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, Greg Ginn is an amazing um, lesson in why weed should be enjoyed either after or well before you go into the recording booth, not during. <laughs> All of the best bands do it after or before. You don't, you don't do it. You don't smoke like a mid-recording and go, "I got a lick," and then you just fucking roll it. Like you don't do that, Greg. Fuck you! I wrote my war. It's like no, not anymore. You're you're out of here. God. Actually, yeah. The, the fact that that guy ended up left with the keys to the band. I mean, I know he started Black Flag, but it's so not his band anymore. Like, yeah, ugh. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's 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 it's. it's if you listen to punk music at all, or you listen to any, like, weird bands, like, noise rock bands, almost all the guitarists will tell you that they were influenced by Greg Ginn, because his guitar playing on those early records is legitimately fucking weird and great, and then it just, that dude fucking falls apart (laughs) and becomes the worst kind of asshole, and... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like yeah, I don't know. And when you when you see footage of him, it's just like okay, I can see how this guy would be a really frustrating prick to hang out with because he's like very, he's an asocial prick. Sure, like yeah, he yeah. can't talk to people right. Well, you know I what mean, I mean. Like he's the, very weird and like shy, even to people he seems to know. But I can imagine him also being an asshole while still having that same attitude, and it's probably a. Like imagine recording with that fuckhead man. Oh god! I mean, there, there's there's some stuff. There's some genuinely kind of harrowing stuff to read about the way he treats his family and stuff like that. It's oh uh, yeah, that shit about like his kids living in yeah. like the living conditions that he had like his family. I was just like, what? Like yeah, it's, very, it's like a very, horror story. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's it's all it's all very well kind of. It's it's funny, but there's also a real fucking dark side to, to all that stuff. Um, video games. But my War is a sick album. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> go listen to My War. Go listen to Can't Decide. That song rocks. That go, was actually go, written by Greg Ginn. Go listen to the demos of My War. The, Holy shit. The My War demo, the vert, like the, the demo track of that song is so much cooler than the actual album version. The, 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 all, there's, there's, if you go on YouTube, there is a fucking album of the demos from that, from My War that are fucking incredible. And there's Black Flag albums, almost every single Black Flag album sounds like shit. And oh, it's so good, though. Because, because they went with the same fucking guy for every single one who 
basically didn't know how to fucking record shit. And he, and he hated half the band he was recording, which I think adds to it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, there's all these stories about that guy, like, hating uh, Henry Rollins and hating, like, I can't remember what bass player it was, but, like, he, he would just be a dick to them while recording, and you can, you can sense it, man. You can sense it in that production. There's some rage in the production of Early Black Flag. <laughs> it's so good. It's just like, yep, this sounds like it was recorded at a fucking squat in downtown LA. Like, it's just like, it's so neat. Black yep. Flag's a good band. <laughs> and everyone says it, it's done to death, but the fact that you can hear um, fucking uh, Robo, the guy for the, who who is in fucking Misfits nowadays, right? I think? Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. And, and he drums, and you can hear his shitty fucking punk, edgy kid, um, sh- like, little, like, metal wristbands slapping on his snare and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's... That's yep. some punk shit there, Hambo. I mean, the, 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 I just love how you hear all these stories about Black Flag in the early days and some some fucking wild shit that happens and then you like watch interviews with them now and they're like the, the most chill fucking people you could ever like listen to and you just think Henry Rollins is talking about how you used to eat raw meat that you stole while in the store that you stole it from. <laughs> Gotta go to the Great. salad bar, man. That's, that's that's what he did. He went to the salad bar, he'd pile up all the food on the tray, not on the plate. They can't get you with the technicality. <laughs> me and me and Rat used to come in with the with the with the paste all over us. We were putting up black flag flyers all day, every day. We were on the pavement, hitting the pavement. Bands today, they don't know half of it. anyone is remotely interested in punk music you're doing yourself a massive disservice not listening to the audiobook of getting the fan and it's just like it is a punk delight (laughs) it's just so good yeah i love i I personally love hearing old punks telling me how much like better i have it than them like i i I love it i love old man punks they're just so good like you know what? Because they're right. <laughs> they're yeah, fucking yeah, right, and we exactly. know they're right. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, they, they, have, they have all this ammo. Like you're too fucking soft, and it's like I know I'm too fucking soft. I wasn't <laughs> born in the '80s. I wasn't born in the '50s, man. And like, I didn't get to live in the '80s. <laughs> what was that? You didn't. You didn't nearly die of starvation. Fucking my dad softy. didn't love me, and he only got me dumbbells for my birthday. <laughs> I saw him one time in a bar, and I said, "Hey," and that was it. <laughs> like, Fuck. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> I went backstage and they were doing cocaine. What scum? <laughs> That's my all-time favorite line from Kid the Fan. <laughs> just such an angry young man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's 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 great because like there's there's all these, uh, you know. I, I remember fucking there was a weird one where I was like, I remember I, I was I was in a pit of being just utterly fascinated with Gigi Allen. Like, you know, in, 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 in the same way that, you know, people are fascinated with serial killers, you just want to know how those fuck, like, what kinds of, how their fucking brain ticks that way, you know? How, how did society allow for this to all convene into yeah. this one human being? Ex- exactly, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, because his music fucking sucked. Um, it's terrible. It's, it's so it's bad. It's so bad. Uh, and it's like he was there's an interview with with Gigi where he's talking about the interview asks him like 
oh, uh, did you ever meet Henry? And he's like, yeah, that dude's pretty cool. I walked in on him just backstage, uh, fucking some girl and stuff. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck was Black Flag? On the one hand, you've got, uh, you've got this fucking military grade fucking band that is just surviving on the fucking skin of their teeth and then also they're somehow managing to get groupies and shit and you're just girls love black flag back in the day man there's like that was like half the places they stayed with was just like some lady that wanted to fuck like one of them it didn't matter yeah. who like yeah so uh, very very weird band um, fucking hung up on me long distance <laughs> <laughs> i guess when i get back home i'll be alone again <laughs> I, 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 I i i memorized that fucking book album like it's like literally like there are parts that like i remember that helped me out in life <laughs> I, I, I would recommend, even if you're not a fan of punk music or anything, listen to the audiobook of of Get in the Van. I love you, that book so much. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it, is, it is simultaneously, like you say, there there is some like real interesting perspective on what it was like to be a punk band at that time, but it's also through the fucking lens of one of the biggest teenage edgelords you could ever fucking find it's <laughs> like this this buff philosopher who yeah. got angry and like only wore shorts and like tore up shit and also did spoken word poetry at the same show and, like, <laughs> family man <laughs> <laughs> oh christ uh, it's the best of black flag is Black Flag is edginess done right. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like one of the you're few acts for all the members. You say you're that you're my friend. <laughs> but you're <laughs> one of them. It's just the end of that song. It's just, you're one of them. You're one of them. You're one of them. <laughs> uh, we oh, got so many fun- um, uh, Oh, God, wait. We've just got like half an hour to talk about what? Black Flag. <laughs> <laughs> we got so many fucking video games to talk about, Jesus Christ. Um I can't decide. Da, 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 da. Sorry. <laughs> such a good Oh man. Such that's, a good band. Oh. A song I Love You is genuinely one of the best pop songs of the eighties and <laughs> never gets the love. Yep. Yep. It's got it's got some fucking descendants ass guitar style into it. I love it. It's it's oh. <laughs> everyone go listen to some eighties hardcore. It's real good shit. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to find a bad band from that era. Sure, yeah, yeah, Ugh. it's... Well, I mean, uh, you can find them, but, like, <laughs> just, they're, they're hard to find in this day and age, because all the good shit has actually been risen to the top for you. It's a it's a great era to look for that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and also, a big part of why a lot of 80s hardcore is pretty good is because it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's I still, I'm, I'm still on the side that they have the greatest snare sound and tone ever. And I don't know why we can't bring that snare back. Because that snare rocks. Like minor threat snares. Like what is that thing? It's, like, it sounds like shit, but it's good shit. You know, like yeah. good shit. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's the kind of shit that you turn that up loud enough and it sounds like a fucking real drum kit that's played in yeah. front of you. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. It's also the fact that half of the recordings from that era, no, more than half, I want to say like 85% were not tracked. They were yeah, just a yeah. live recording in a room that yeah, was just executed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like, 
Oh, then you get Minutemen albums where the, the entire thing is just recorded in one take chronologically. Oh, man. Yep. Good shit. Good Great. people. Good artists. I don't know. <laughs> video games. Um, video They're games. They're never going to feel the same after that. All right. Uh, uh, so, uh, Spider-Man. There's new Spider-Man. Speaking of getting hung up on long distance by exes. <laughs> look who's back in town. Uh, black cat. Uh, so I feel like it, I need to give some context for this, which is the, so I, I am actually in the process of, so I'm getting the next video out that that'll be in the next two days or whatever. And then I am also writing a review of the new Spider-Man DLC for the Patreon because I got through it and I had a lot of weird fucking thoughts about that DLC. Namely that I came away from that DLC thinking pretty negatively of it. It, it, Because when you actually break it down, it is... When you take on face value, sorry, it it is more. It is more Spider-Man. But that is to its detriment in a lot of ways. It's... It's, it's it has the weird position of being more stuff in a game that didn't necessarily need it but not adding enough new stuff to feel notable in any way and i don't know i don't like that dlc <laughs> um i feel like it might make more sense as part of the trio of dlcs they have planned yeah, but they might on, be just on its own, small. I, I just, I mean, it, it, it's it's short. It, there's about eight missions in it, and they 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 are the length of story missions in the base game of Spider Man. So it's basically go here, beat up some guys. That's a mission. Um, I I beat one of the side quests within ten minutes of receiving it. Like yeah, the, the entire you know like. It was like collect the stolen art. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, did, yeah. I did that in seconds. It felt like it was yep. just like, and then I did appreciate that they tried to change up stuff. I like that type of side mission where it's like camouflage stuff in the environment you got to find. And I liked that it could morph into like a pigeon, <laughs> one of those lovely pigeon missions that Spider Man had a lot of for some reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one thing you told me that would be in a Spider-Man game like okay side quests what do you got uh a pigeon takes something and Spider-Man has to catch the pigeon like that happens quite a bit but uh yeah it's I'm pretty much with you on everything you said it's it's fine I I like you know more Spider-Man story it's not an interesting one but it's I don't mind this black cat like the one they've made for this video game I'm not really a fan of her in the stories, I don't know. I, I'm not, I've never been too interested in Peter Parker's love triangle when it comes to Mary Jane and Black Cat. But uh, it's fine. I imagine it's going to get bigger. One of the other two will have to be a more sizable effort. Sure. This they couldn't have. This is one DLC though where I don't think you could be like, oh, this could have been in the main game. It really couldn't have. Yeah. It's like its own separate story. Which I like, and I and I'm. It made me think like I kind of like this idea of like a new. I'm not saying it would replace comics, but it could be a cool alternative to comics, where like you release an open world superhero game like this, right? And every issue is a DLC. You make it cheap, 
but you you build a DLC based out of like existing tools already in this big open world game you've made. And while I think, you know, from a gameplay wise, that could probably get stale unless you got new stuff every update. I think it'd be neat to see like comic issues released as like playable issues. You know what I mean? For sure. I think that's I think that's a really interesting concept. I think where you would run into problems is the cheap aspect of it. Yeah, they'd have to be okay giving them away for like a comic book issue price, which isn't actually that cheap. It's like four bucks. That's sure. And that's pretty shitty for a single issue, I got to say. But like for DLC, there's so much more manpower that goes into it. And people kill themselves to get it out. So you'd have to make it like 20 bucks a pop. And that's where you. But I can dream. God damn it. I mean, like that is an interesting way to contextualize this DLC. I think it's. I, I was trying to view it that way, yeah. and I really couldn't. I, <laughs> I was like, I just, I was it, like, oh, it, but it's that's really short. And I did a lot of reading, so it really was just like reading an issue, or like the 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 parts that interested me were the cutscenes because I like I yes. like the banter and I like these characters. Yep. I think they're all well acted. Um, I think I think there's some. I think there. What what's most disappointing about this is that there is still there's actually some really interesting the way they approach the love triangle thing is actually some of the more interesting stuff in the entire game and it's much more it's it's much more subtle than the original game as well it's you know it's such a well just light spoiler the way the way mary jane and spider-man talk to each other that's a better relationship than most games can ever hit sure it's very it's kind of odd and i'm not saying it's good because you know there's some goofiness there that doesn't seem too much like a real couple but some of their banter hits more realistic than most like video games that are actively trying that or like so there's there's good writing in this it's almost like they actually got comics writers good comics writers to write it i don't well, actually know who wrote spider-man i, 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 I don't know either no. I, yeah. but I, the, the what's great about it to me is how subtle it is in things like the there is a mary jane stealth mission in this which sucks it's it's a bad version of one of the worst parts of the main game but it the way that ends spoilers it's it's very very late spoilers but she comes out having just risked her fucking life for the sake of to help out peter to helping out his really flirty ex that would make her feel very uncomfortable and has has she's put her she's put her life on the line as someone without any kind of superpowers or whatever and peter just kind of like jumps in having just eaten a fucking pizza and you're like okay she's kind of pulling a lot of the fucking weight here <laughs> more than she perhaps should and there's a bit where peter goes i don't deserve you and she goes i know and it's kind of playful but you're like eh. remember the part where uh she was like, or you tell her about how you had a relationship with Black Cat, and she's like, oh no, that's fine, because we weren't dating at the time, we were free to see other people. And then Peter's like, oh yeah, wait, people? Like, plural? <laughs> you saw other people? I was like, man, Pete, fuck off. Like, <laughs> that's fucking shitty behavior right there, my friend. Yeah. Like, it's none of your fucking business, sir. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, especially, also- in the, especially where you're coming from, dude. Yeah. Like, like, yep. Yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I th- Peter but Parker that's... is a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It was it was like that the the way 
what I took from that mission wasn't necessarily explicitly conveyed, but it was just the context of the previous thing being Peter getting hungry and putting in a call for a fucking pizza and then swinging to go and get that pizza, which was also great because there was an audio glitch where I'd be swinging around and one of the crime things would come on the radio and say, uh, there's an active bomb threat, come and check it out. But that got interrupted by the pizza guy calling up Eddie and calling up and going, hey, Spidey, your pizza's ready, in spite, like, interrupting this fucking bomb threat. And Spider-Man goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hungry right now and goes to fucking eat a pizza <laughs> yeah. and, just, and just like chills out for a bit. And, and, and then... Like, so that's really great. I like the fact that Peter isn't just so concerned with saving the world all the time. It's just, he can go and have a fucking pizza if he wants, but that also has interesting implications in terms of the more human relationship between him and MJ, for example. And yeah, it's 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 great. It's, it's really, really good writing. It also, the gameplay in those missions is kind of rough uh the you get into a rhythm with the combat in the main game and then in order to up the challenge for this they just think okay we'll just throw more enemies at you and we'll throw one fucking enemy that is ridiculous it's fucking i don't know why they introduced this fucking enemy so you have those big tank guys in the main game what if we made them take more hits to take down and they're also carrying mini guns so that can take off fucking three quarters of your health in one fucking hit? And also you have to defeat a bunch of fucking guys with rocket launchers and a bunch of guys just on foot and, and a bunch of just normal heavy dudes and everything. And you're just, it's, it's, the combat scenarios in this become kind of a clusterfuck in a way that they didn't in the main game. The main game had a lot of, like, very tense situations, and it was a less automated version of the Arkham system, which meant that you could... You felt like you were really in control of these super kind of swashbuckling moments, which was great. But here, the combat arenas are very enclosed in a way that they weren't in the main game. and. They just put in a ton of fucking enemies with, you know, that can take off way too much of your fucking health. And also, because you're in an enclosed space, the camera freaks out all the fucking time. I found some real camera issues with the combat scenarios in this DLC. And it just, it, it focuses on the, the least appealing aspects of the main game as its kind of core thing. It's combat in very enclosed environments. It's the stealth section with fucking MJ. It's... I don't know. I Plus, you're talking about fucking Black Cat, which can only really be so interesting as a, as a main fucking narrative hook. They do some interesting things with it, like I say, but it's, it's not quite Doc Ock raising up the fucking gang of villains and them wreaking havoc on the city like the main bad guy in this is kind of just 
a guy in a suit <laughs> and not like a, a bad guy suit just a business suit who's answering to fucking hammerhead or whoever the fuck it is oh yeah what a weird and, character to include yeah but then also weirder than that they fucking bring in was it screwball or whatever the fuck and just oh, my le- my least favorite spider-man villain i uh, just uh, it's such a tw- oh it's the 21st century we need a villain how about one that live streams everything yeah fucking jesus it, like, it's, it's like uh i hate that i uh and course. what's more of course that character would be in the game of course she, she only exists in the game to add more challenge missions to be taskmaster too taskmaster who uh, as far as the last the, the the base game made it seem Taskmaster's still around, right? Like it could just be Taskmaster again. Like anyone's better than fucking Screwball. I just ah, yeah, it's Screwball. I mean, it's, it, it just it, and also, like I say, it is more stuff, just more stuff where it wasn't needed, but it's also wildly under it's, it's underexplained in the sense that. Th- there's missions where you have to get the electrical pylons or whatever, the transformers that Screwball sets up, and you have to get them in the right order. But there's also a, a section in it where you have to do, like, a trick. And I was just like, it, it, it kind of just came up in a little text box for a second. I was like, wait, what the fuck yeah. am I doing? And then, so badly explained. And it's then, hilarious. Then, then I went through it and I, it, it came up with this bar and I was to hit R1 at some point, but it was only up for less than a second. So I was just like, wait, what? What the fuck just happened? And so I don't want to do any of those. And the other part of Screwball's thing is just more base combat things. So it's just, it, did you do all the ones that said demons? Well, here's more that says screwball instead. And what was great about the original Spider-Man was that it was a remarkably restrained kind of lean take on the Ubisoft collectathon open world formula. That is a game that, as someone who doesn't, give a fuck about trophies or completionist style things i could see myself platinum platinuming that game most people fucking have or a lot of people fucking have because it's yeah. not because it's very kind of achievable there's not it's not like you have to collect a thousand backpacks you collect 50 backpacks and they're all you know it's, it's just you didn't have to, to do. platinum the the taskmaster stuff which i think made the entire thing a lot easier yeah yeah like you you just had to beat him like once, so you didn't have to like max out everything, which would have been a fucking headache. Exactly, but like so, so, but then you just add more stuff on top of that, which makes it just seem more and more superfluous the more you add to it. But like I say, there's also not enough of it to make it seem notable. Like there's, so you have to basically load into a different file of the cam of of a campaign or whatever, and. So it's a different city map. It doesn't have all the icons that you have in the main game. So, but there are so there are districts that you can highlight that just flat up, flat out come up with no activities here. There's only like a few districts in the entirety of the New York map that actually have shit to do, and it just makes it makes the whole map that was once so kind of rich with side content just feels strangely like barren and i i don't know it just it 
I I don't I don't get it in this in this state. Like I I don't I don't really regret playing it because it was like two hours out of my fucking life. But I I wouldn't I don't think I could recommend this until they bring out more DLC and see where they go with that. See if it kind of makes this more worthwhile. Unless you're looking for any fucking excuse to jump back into spider-man you know sometimes i'll sometimes i've found myself loading up spider-man just so i can swing around not with anything to do just so i can swing around that's all the excuse i need i don't need to spend fucking seven quid on a dlc that doesn't add much of anything to to do that i don't know it, I don't think I'd recommend this. But I don't think I'd not recommend it. <laughs> I'm very like sure. I'm very just kind of. Yeah, could could have been a lot worse. I've played I've played worse DLC things. Sure, but I think that's that's kind of my problem. It's it's just so nothingy, and the fact that Spider Man was such a breath of fresh air that I was so fucking excited to play. In in the moment of playing it, I just thought, man, this is fucking incredible. This has reinvigorated my love of games in a year that had previously not offered much in that regard. And then this DLC comes along and is just nothing. And I just think, it's... If, if it was outright bad... That would be something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but uh, yeah. So I'll 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 be writing up a review and putting that on the Patreon at some point. But I guess that's my thoughts on the the Spider Man DLC. Um, disappointing, but not out, outright bad. So it was like seeing an old X again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you've been playing a game. Speaking of disappointments, I don't know. Is it really a disappointment oh if it's just outright terrible? No, no. My it's my worst fears confirmed, and then some. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, it's Dez's tiny child too, and. Uh, that's a that's a niche fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Destiny Two. Holy Toledo! Where do I begin? That, that, that seems that seems like a bad video game. Um, to, <laughs> God, man. All right. First off, is the writing because that's the first thing I heard. Um. That's the first thing that I was brought to my attention. The the what is that opening line that just made me scream with just fuck you? Uh, humanity thrived until it didn't. <laughs> I'm just Great. like, okay, all right, that's that's some shit right right there. Like that's like, man, I didn't even go to college. I know bad. That's bad writing. I'd give that an yeah, F. That's, and that's I'm not a even a fuck. professor. Like that's a horrible <laughs> Nico, line. I have I have a degree. Yeah, in, yeah, in, you're in, an English in, boy. In English. And we learned first day. That's bad writing. Uh, let me, because I have my suspicions about who the fucking writer is. 
And I'm going to start naming names because I've had this problem oh, with shit. if this is if this is who I think it is, I'm about to lay down the gauntlet on one. Where is it? <laughs> it's not Joseph Stanton. Amazing. Okay. Uh, weird. Okay. I'll bite my tongue. Joe, you live today, but holy fuck, you're a bad writer. Um, it seems like <laughs> one of your protégés got got the script for this one. I don't fucking know. If you don't know, Joseph Staten's the guy who wrote, like, every Halo game and the books, and holy shit, like, it's like you got a nerd who really liked movies like Predator, and, like, that's totally cool. I'm all, like, Halo is known for homages to things, like, Sergeant Johnson is, is like, um, is is fucking Dylan, that son of a bitch from Predator, (laughs) like, literally modeled after him. That's fine, but it would be just stuff like... Writing one-liners that belong in a shitty 80s movie, but in your contemporary sci-fi video game. Yeah. You know the music. Time to dance. Like, shit like that. And I just <laughs> fucking fold in on myself raging. I just hate writing. I hate writing like that. In Destiny, I have yet to hear a fucking line of dialogue in this game that isn't that writing. Jesus. Like, you get, like, your powers stripped out of you, and then you get it back within, like, the same mission, almost, which is like, wow, Ugh. really had me going there, guys. And uh, your ghost, <laughs> your ghost, who even though I didn't even play Destiny 1, I'm still expecting to hear Peter Dinklage's voice. And I'm even thrown by the fact that it's not him. So that's weird. Uh, and, and it's Nolan North, clearly, uh, yeah. being his Nolan Northiest. Yep. And um, they should really just unfilter his voice, by the way, because the beginning monologue, he's the guy who says, until it didn't. Um, and they have him un unsynthesized, whatever, un unvocoded, I guess, almost yeah. like, and he sounds great. Like, it's really, you know, that guy's a good voice actor for good reason. And then they put that filter on him for the rest of the game right after he does his monologue unfiltered. And it's like, why'd you just put like, it's like putting a shitty film on a good voice. It's just, why did you do that? Like, yeah, I get it. Makes him a floating ghost man or robot boy. Guilty spark from Halo part two. But it, it's. This game, it's like they couldn't let go of the Halo stuff. It's like they just couldn't. Yeah. Like they, Bungie was like, I remember like the writing around Bungie was like, oh, they're gonna have a, it's gonna be so different than Halo. This is like if Halo had been like 100% turned into like Borderlands by like a shellless corporate or soulless corporation, and it just it's stagnant, man, and it just feels like it feels like something ripping off Halo. But the problem is Bungie made fucking Halo. So they're yeah. ripping off like their own creation. It feels stale from the get go, and uh, like yeah, just the writing is terrible. It's like Halo cranked up the nines, just horrible writtenness. You you realize after mission two that everything is going to be based around you getting a better looking outfit and unlocking shaders for the outfit, which are like one use for one section of your armor items to change the color to some cool, you know, combination of colors, all different kinds of rarities and different drop rates with these colors. The problem is you use one of these on like your helmet, right? Like, cool. My helmet's like forest colored now. Within about 17 minutes of you putting on that helmet, you're going to find a better helmet. And you're just going to put and you're just going to put that helmet on because why the fuck wouldn't you take the plus 90 defense? You know, like, why not? Everything kills you in one hit in multiplayer in this game. Anyway, you might as well take all the defense you fucking get. And so then you wasted that shader that you busted your ass unlocking in a loot box. And I, I don't, I don't, I just don't see where the fun is in this. Like, I, I just don't, this is late game MMO shit. Like, yeah, like 
when the game div- turns into you running in cycles, doing the same two events over and over again, grinding out enemies with another group of randoms, just so you can unlock one loot box to maybe get, like, that thing that pushes your armor rating one notch further, like, that should be after the, all the stories are gone. Or yeah, all, all, yeah, all the yeah. main missions are out of the way, and that's you being a weirdo who's way too into this game. Like, <laughs> I, I, I done that shit. I, I, yeah. I play Final Fantasy XIV. I am not a stranger to that fucking madness of grinding your ass off to get, like, your helmet blue or something. You know, it's really dumb, but I get it. But this game, it doesn't earn it. It doesn't fucking earn it. It's just like, <laughs> here you go. Start running in circles, you fucking moron. Start getting... You gotta unlock this gun. Oh, do you want the tropical colored gun? No. Well, you gotta get... Oh, just but give us silver. Hey, did you know you could give us money to buy loot boxes? That's, like, always on the screen. It's really gross. That's... What that, happened to you, Bungie? You used to be cool. Like, it's like... This is the thing. Ah. I, I keep hearing people talking about Destiny 2 and whatever DLC that comes out for it as being... Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good now. But I always it's good just, now. But I always just, like... The foundation of what this game actually is, just, I I cannot see the appeal of it. Like, personally, obviously, if you like Destiny 2, I'm not, or you like kind of loot-based games or whatever, I'm not holding that against you. I, like, I, I don't, I don't, like, the, 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 it was a problem I had with the, the new Assassin's Creed as well, which is that, okay, I'm just getting this loot and then I'm dumping it as soon as something comes along with a higher number, but you're you're thinking, oh yeah, the number's going up, but so is everything else. The numbers are going up there as well. So, like, I, I just don't understand where the satisfaction comes from. It, I said really... this before I recorded. Destiny 2 is a clicker game where three hours, it, you have to do three hours worth of game plan between one yeah. single click. Yeah, I <laughs> like imagine you, yeah. If a clicker in between every click. You had to do three hours worth of work so you could click one more time. Like it is, it's like that. Like just I mean, from the early missions, you're just like, man, I'm just running through a giant dungeon that is just bullet sponge after bullet sponge of fucking enemy. It somehow makes Borderlands seem less boneheaded, and I like I liked Borderlands because it had like a Diablo-y thing going on. Sure, and this like, like I'm sure you could get that like that Diablo feel, but it's like. It's a post-Borderlands world. If I'm uh, someone who's into this game, chances are I played the shit out of Borderlands, which I did. And so I've already been through this thing once. Borderlands had this, like, hilariously dumb, yet, like, you were kind of interested, like, story thread of, like, we got to find the crazy treasure. What's the treasure? And, you know, and, you know, story was whatever. But it kept you going because the world was weird and stuff. And Destiny is like, the world is weird. But what exactly are we fucking doing here? And how come nobody's interesting? How come we live in a world of cyber warlocks and nobody here's interesting? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, it's just like, it's dry. It's so dry. But everything's so pretty. The art is gorgeous. I- I'm going to start saying positives because every positive is linked to a negative here. Art. Fucking tear-inducing beautiful sometimes. Like, there are just some skyboxes where we're just like, fuck, that must have taken a month. Like, just like to... to rough draft out like it looks amazing Bungie's never had a bad skybox artist and they've never whoever their environment artist is it's like they took a page out of the last of us and doubled down on the detail but the over detailed environments (laughs) ruin the fucking waypoint following based gameplay of every single mission because I don't know where the fuck I'm going half the time because the worlds are so densely packed and it turns out you had to walk in like a tiny hole that was buried in a bunch of debris 
and it's like well well hidden because it's so well designed but you just you're constantly mashing the show me the waypoint button so the entire thing is just walk to this point okay you've made it to this point now turn left and I keep going that way it's just like I've never seen a more hallway uh, it's more of a strict hallway it feels like than Final Fantasy 13 Jesus like, like Honestly, and and you know why? You know what's worse than Final Fantasy fourteen? They're thirteen. Is because Final Fantasy thirteen literally gave you hallway shaped things to run down. They didn't give you a fucking option. They didn't even pretend like it wasn't a hallway. This pretends like it's not a hallway, but it's a fucking hallway. It's a yep. huge hallway. Yep. It's a grand hall. It's horrible. And it, uh, God, I just ah, this could have been great. This game could have been great. I know I'm late to the party, hating on this too. But I, I, I'm, I'm late to the party because the only reason I would have played this is if I got it for free. And I only got it for free because I'm, I pay for PlayStation Plus, yep. and this was decided by the lords of Sony to be given to me for free. So I got it. And then I sat on it for three months, and now I'm first play, playing it now. And the only thing I'm liking is the PvP, which is not going to have the fucking legs, because it is like, what if you were playing Halo Reach online... But everyone could stat themselves higher than you, and everyone knew what they were doing better than you. Like, I my lifespan in a in a multiplayer match in Destiny Two uh, about fifteen seconds before something one hits me, and just like it's it's not even a thing where you can hear a guy coming and then you die, and you're like, oh, I should have looked left. It's more like you were just walking, and then you go, Thunk! and something like exploded you, and you have no idea why you just exploded, but you're dead yeah. now. It's like that type of multiplayer. So, I'm coming in too late. Right from the get-go, it's already feeling like I've been playing this game for 10,000 years because all <laughs> I'm doing is getting cooler-looking armor. And the armor's sick! You look awesome! Just wish I did something. And then every once in a while, I get really bored with the game, and I go to that farm and I play soccer, which gives you nothing. You, I mean, you score three goals and fireworks shoot up. Yeah, I, I just... My my one experience playing this game was with you. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we played that beta or something yeah. on PC, and, and me and you together couldn't beat that boss. Yeah, because because it was it would like screen wipe. Well, because because in a I think first person shooter game. <laughs> because I think that we we were originally I was originally in a party of four, and then when you joined, it kicked everyone else out. So I think there was something to do. It was still scaled to be a four-player thing but we were only two people and we kept like running out of like we we couldn't beat it we ran out of ammo and shit and it was just like oh god so yeah i i I just i i don't understand the appeal behind that kind of game and i I get the appeal of like a grind like an rpg loot grindy thing i totally get it but there has to be like a uh there's no carrot on the stick here at all yeah. Like like there's nothing to keep your donkey going. There's like, <laughs> like like I could I could have good armor to die in tomorrow. Like like like, like that's all it is. It's like wow, I, I have better armor and I can use that armor to see myself in the shitty plot where my character doesn't say anything, but my ghost partner speaks and says what the main character would probably say if they could speak anyways. What the fuck is the point of the silent protagonist if you're going to have a person who does your talking for you? It's, yep. it's so many little things. And it's because the room, the game gives me all this room to start dwelling on the negative things. And a game with shitty aspects can still be good all the way through if it has enough shit to keep your mind off the shit. You know what I mean? Sure. But there's nothing. You're just left with like, oh yeah, I gotta go meet Dweebus McJohnson in the in the church over here and hand him 
15 dusk particles that I ground out of shooting the same two blue, fast, skinny enemy people over and over again. Mixed in with a fat guy who drops down every once in a while with a gold name. You know he's special because his name's like Ben the the Annihilator or some madness. Whatever. <laughs> I swear to God, the first monster, like uh, special boss monster I met, was called Brian the Leech Giver or some shit like that. And I was like Brian. His name's Brian. <laughs> oh, but who man. knows? I can't actually read half the shit on the screen, anyways, because I'm just jumping around. Just, uh... Also, like, come on, Bungie, you can't make any fucking new enemies. The the main bad guys, Destiny Two, are the grunts from Halo. If someone like blew them up to the size of like a Snorlax or some shit like that, it's just like they just look like the normal bad guys from Halo, but bigger. It's really weird. Just like and in the same breath that I'm saying that the art is great, there's like a lot of uninspired design. It's yeah, it's a mixed bag of filth. <laughs> it's like having it's like having a bag of delicious candy that looks really nice and tastes really good but there's also like a shit ton of razor blades and junk mixed in in the bag and <laughs> someone someone poured some sand in there just to be a douche and it's just like hell yeah this is like going my on party. with this yeah yeah <laughs> you got poop in my pixie stick that's my review for destiny 2 <laughs> and if that's your jam don't let me stop you i probably haven't stopped you you all probably got like 400 hours in this bad boy uh, yeah, I think I'll keep playing some four-player, uh, stuff. It is weird that you can just play multiplayer games and not even fuck with the story, and you can pretty much go in almost... It almost feels like I'm leveling up faster just playing multiplayer. I'd keep doing that if it didn't require me sitting through a two-minute fucking loading screen for one match every single time. Yep. It, it, it exhausts me to the point... I, I was reading a book while playing Destiny 2. That's all you gotta know. Like, a physical book. <laughs> I had time Christ. to... I, I had mean, time to knock out, like, five pages per loading screen. <laughs> like, I was, I was making decent progress for holding a controller in my hand while reading a book. Like, like, like that's... I, I've, heard of, I've heard of games being, like, kind of passive enough that you can listen to a podcast or you can watch a TV show, maybe. But something that's like, requires you to actively perceive as much as reading does like the fact that the game is that passive that you can do that is there were some missions where i found out i could just run through everybody and so i just got really good at one hand running through while reading this book (laughs) (laughs) and then most of the time you're just sitting if you're playing pvp it's even easier you can put the whole controller down for minutes and just read yeah man it's a great time catching up on reading <laughs> what what did you read? I'm reading some dumb fantasy novel. <laughs> it's not even good. But you know what? It's better than Destiny 2. I mean, it, it, like everything you're saying just like you like you said at the start, it's like it just confirms my fucking suspicions of that game and just seems like the absolute like it's it's like I say it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing with that type of game. It's I keep getting told by people, oh, you should check out Warframe, it's it's great. And, like, the design of Warframe seems really cool. But the the fact, like, the actual, like, aesthetic design and stuff. But I keep hearing from people that it's, like, a major fucking grind for loot and shit. And I'm just like, that doesn't, like, that, that right there completely sells sells me the fucking opposite way like against that game you know so they could have breath of the wild 
shifted this world just a bit. Like, yeah, if you could make your own plot in this without being railroaded hard, like it's an RPG that just gives no fucks about what you actually want your role that you're playing to be. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it yeah, is yeah. very weird. Like, you're just Master Chief. You might as well just be called Chief. Like, it's it's so, like... <laughs> I can't stand the people... Like, I always, like, get reminded of, like, a character talking to me, and they're also, like, snarky, but, like... People who are like, oh, I've been fighting aliens such a long time that I, it's just another day at the office for me. The world has ended. That's fine. Just, you know, it's just nothing. They got this Dante level of confidence that I'm just like, you're a fucking human in a poncho with a sniper rifle. You can get fucking done in two seconds. Fuck off with that attitude. Like, I'm a robot god. Like, or whatever the fuck my character is. I don't even fucking know what you are. A guardian? What does that even mean? This game like, expects you to just know it's fucking nouns. Like, nah. No, 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 dude. You can't just call matchmaking multiplayer The Crucible and keep referring <laughs> to it as The Crucible without giving me any fucking inkling what The Crucible is. I had to Google, how do I fight other people like I used to in Halo? Because I don't even know what I was wanted out of it. Like, I was like, I was just like, ah, it's the worst. It is so bad. Ugh. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It is a terrible video game. And... Ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah. crucible. The crucible. <laughs> hey, you want to remember? Remember when you say you want to play matchmaking, and then the other guy was like, "No, oh, you mean you want to play the crucible?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Frank, I want to play fucking. I want to fight. I want to play shooty make shoot shoot with you, not the crucible. <laughs> the crucible. Ugh. And yeah, then you exactly. got. And you know what's even more insulting is like this farm place you got to go to. Yeah, we, we we fucked around in there for two seconds. Yeah, well, I mean, what, what's that called? Is that like the, the farm, the the, the 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 growing plains? It should really be called main, the main. What we should have made as the main menu. That's that's that, what the name of that place should be. <laughs> it's what if we did that bullshit that Splatoon does, where the main menu is just a dumb <laughs> tiny hub world. Except Splatoon has the courtesy to give you a button that jumps past all that shit, so you sure. can just pick from a real menu. Destiny's like, you gotta run over here. One of the main quest givers is up in a balcony that is a real slog to walk towards every single time you gotta do it. Like, why the fuck isn't this person just here when I warp here? <laughs> like, why? why? <laughs> you don't even Man. give me the just boot jump when I'm at the farm, so I can't even get up to where they are. I have to run all the way from ground level all the way to the top floor of this fucking building. That's <laughs> yeah, so, so stupid. And the crucible guy gives you crucible rewards. He's like in a hangar somewhere. It's like, why are you not just on the menu of the crucible? Why are you? Yeah, yeah. Bungie. I can <sighs> like my 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 quick quick th- passing thoughts while playing the game are better design ideas than what <laughs> they've done here. Like just my immediate reaction is like, why is that guy here? Why is he not? Why couldn't they just put him like two clicks over here so you don't have to go through all this nonsense every single time you come back here? Why do I have to sit through a loading screen for all this shit? This, like video games have come to such a way where you have to, it's not out of the way for me to expect that this game would maybe have non two minute loading times for most places you go. Fuck, man. <laughs> just, man. Remember when but Destiny, I got like, yeah. Remember when Destiny was meant to be like a ten-year game? <laughs> that went out the window so fast. With the yeah, first and it's oh no, Destiny Two is out fucking two years later or whatever the fuck. Wait, 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 was Destiny two thousand fourteen? 
Was it 15? I can't remember. <sighs> I, think, I, can't I think 2014. Remember. That seemed like a 2014 game. The bleak year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Angry yeah. Joe was not happy with that game. <laughs> Angry Joe not happy with I had with a you. feeling. I had a feeling he wouldn't like it based on his name, but still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. But yeah. yeah so I, don't, I don't, don't play that, even though it's probably too late for the <laughs> most of the world. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those games that if you if you think you're going if if that kind of game appeals to you, it seems like you could probably do better on that front. But you've probably played it already and know that. But if you're if it sounds like it's not going to be your kind of game, then you know to stay the fuck away. But I guess the appeal really is like if you if you don't look for the stuff I'm looking for out of games, but you really appreciate, like, a good shooter... Yeah. Eh, I get it. Like, it's hard because sh- there's so many shooters, and I've played so many of them just in my life. Like, since I was, like, six, I've probably played multiple shooters a year. Just, you know, like, random ones you check out. Sure. I've played so many shooting games, I couldn't even tell you if one is really good or not anymore. The last one that really stood out was, like, Titanfall 2. Yeah. And that felt really new, but then, of course, a million other games followed right after that and stole it. And so now it's probably going to feel stale by the time Titanfall 3 comes out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that's, like, I guess Destiny plays well. I, it, it feels like COD. And I'm, I'm, I remember a time, and I was a part of a forum where, myself included, and a whole bunch of people on the Bungie forums would have fucking boycotted the game for playing this way and it's just like right. really funny that we're at this point now where bungie just released like a cod game like like i know like they were dancing with the cod formula ever since reach because reach introduced sprinting and it seemed funny that there was other powers introduced but then they created a game type where the only power you could use was sprinting so it was clear that it was going in a cod dire- direction and now it's just like this this could be advanced warfare the way it plays it's just got really yeah. pretty looking sci-fi weapons, and God, I'll be damned if Bungie doesn't know how to make a really cool looking sci-fi gun. Sure. Too yeah. bad. Too bad. All of them are battle rifles from Halo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're they're all they all shoot the same for the most part, but man, they do look pretty. That's that's this whole game. Man, it looks gorgeous. Shame about like everything else though. <sighs> yeah. Man. If you want a good loot game and don't care about shooting. And one of the thing where you are the thing that propels great stories. There's a old game called Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty good. Uh, Original Sin Two Enhanced Edition, I should say. So did you did you get the Enhanced Edition then? Yeah. I believe. Uh, everybody did, right? Was it, was that a free update? If you had two, I thought. Oh, okay. No, uh, I don't know. I I I thought I was just a kind of standalone, like purchase or whatever. Now I'm confused. Um, but I thought you got the. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm now looking at my Steam, and I just realized that I thought I booted up um, Divinity Original Sin Two Enhanced Edition, and I booted up Divinity Original Sin One Enhanced Edition. <laughs> and, and 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 the reason I didn't realize that it wasn't two is because I only got as far as the main menu before exiting out because I had to go do something, and I just realized now I never got. I thought you got a free update. No, I, th- I think that is uh, a separate thing that you buy. Motherfucker. 
<laughs> Man, those pieces of shit really peeled one over on us, Nico. I mean, it's not like I'm not gonna buy it again. <laughs> like, I'm really annoyed. I thought I owned that. I thought I got that for free. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. This is really annoying me now. So yeah, oh, fuck man. Destiny, but now fuck you, Larry Larian Studios. <laughs> I, I mean, it's there. You know, there, wait, there's... no, I have it. I have it. It says right here, you fool, Nico. What are you doing? I, I... hold on. What? Hold on. This is madness. Hold on. <laughs> God, it's a big game. I can't even download it right now. But uh, it says I own it, but I don't own it. What? <laughs> you, you know that kind of? It's like uh... God. Okay. Never mind. We'll, we'll deal with this off air. This is an off sure <laughs> an off air problem. Well, I mean, speak, speaking oh. of speaking speaking of dealing with all of your problems, I uh, uh, I can't need to go piss right now. <laughs> yeah, that is an off-air problem. That's an off-air problem. I'm not going to piss on air. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Um, no matter how much you want me to. Um, but when we come back, I've got uh, I've got something that I forgot I played that this is will be interesting to talk about because. It's something that I've been curious about for f- for years now, and I guess I can finally talk about it because I've played it. But we will discuss that when oh. we, when. when are you back. talking about? Are are you implying that the the <laughs> the people listening to this podcast are already dead? What? <laughs> that what? one game that came out. That is a shell of a game. It is basically a reskinning of a game that we love. I have no idea what you're talking about. You, why don't you meditate on that? Okay, <laughs> on I'll your do, pee. I'll I'll, I'll meditate on that while I piss. What and... is a carbon copy of a game we love that has recently come out? <laughs> I will think about that. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. Really? <laughs> um, I, I just gave away the most obvious clue to that with <laughs> are you saying that the people listening to this are already dead I'll, I'll go pee <laughs> I have no idea oh, right I'll be right back <laughs> fuck it out uh, I'm, 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 I'm back I also still have zero idea what you're referring to <laughs> ah, okay, right, Jesus. Yeah, and then he explodes. Uh, so, so uh, I, I, I can't actually say much more about that game than I did when we briefly talked about it before. I haven't been able to play it since then. There's been so much on my fucking plate. Uh, that that game, that game from, from what I played, was very good. Um, but no, what I was, what I was talking about. Uh, I mean, have you, have you been playing it? Yeah, because uh, when we last talked about it, it was embargoed, mm, or it was just coming off of it. No, it's so it 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 just released, I think. And but like I say, I hadn't I hadn't had much of a chance to play. I put in like a few hours, um, and it was and I was impressed, but. Uh, it's still not 
kind of scratching the surface of what that game is from what I hear. So, uh, it's very Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. That that is. I also re- I read that it's like a what if story for Fist of the North Star. So none of the plot matters. <laughs> like, right? It's just okay. like people being like reused as different characters i have no idea i barely know the plot of it so it didn't really matter to me yeah yeah i mean did you beat it no i am like chapter three chapter four something like that right okay yeah it's just yakuza yeah but it's it's, way funnier because you were just dishing out massive death everywhere you yeah like and and the thing is it's it's, you know the, the the finishing moves never get fucking old yeah it's really nice. It, even if you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's still really funny to see a guy fly up in the air and swell up and explode in a cloud of blood. The the, the North Star formula rarely gets old of, he shows up somewhere, a guy talks mad shit to him, and is really scary and kills a couple innocent people, and then he talks tough, and the guy like punches him once, and then walks away, and the guy explodes, and it's like that never get. I don't know why that little dynamic never gets old, but it's it's just great seeing scumbags get blown up. Yeah, yeah, it's neat. I, what, what what are you making of the of of the story so far? It's total whateverness. Yeah, it's, it's like. Uh, have you been able to delve into any of the side quests or anything then the kind of sub stories no because it seems like i they still haven't like opened the town up to me yeah it's weird it's like okay i get it this is this is like this is my this is where i'll be playing for most of the game and it's like everywhere every time i have control it's like follow this dude follow that little kid whose name i forgot and then uh there's like x's on most of the walkways Mm -hmm. Ken Shiro's like, I, I I shouldn't go this way. It's like, why? Yeah, yeah. I also love when I know enough about the anime to know that one time he like walks through a building and demolishes it, and that that, that right there, the fact that I know that he can do that makes me <laughs> yeah. really makes me really annoyed when he can't progress somewhere because there's a wall. I'm like, motherfucker, you walked through a skyscraper and leveled it. Like, what? like you didn't even fight it; you walked through it slowly at a staggered pace, and you beat the shit out of that building. Like, it's like. You're, it's been pretty much set in stone that you're like made of steel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could you I, could I, blow you can blow steel off people's faces like that one where he hits both of them in the temples and their mask just pops off in two halves. Yep, yep, and, yep. Oh, it's so good. I kind of just wish you were replaying the story so you could get to all the cool story beats. Like with his uh, he's got that fucking evil brother who's got like a specially designed mask because he once did the thing on his head and he put this mask on to contain the head exploding. And that's a neat character idea. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. He's like, he's like, he's already, ba- he's literally already dead, but he's got this little bolted-on mask keeping himself alive. <laughs> I, I, I think that once that game opens up properly, I, I've seen some things about where that game goes that I'm really, really excited for in the combat, in the way you explore the world, and everything that seemed like kind of interesting not necessarily departures but kind of interesting bolted on things to the yakuza framework yeah th- that seem really cool and also the the kind of sub stories seem very flamboyant in that 
very Yakas away. It's I, I love that they lean into the chiropractic aspects of his martial arts style. The part yep. where he like hits people to give him a good back. <laughs> Stuff like I love that they <laughs> lean into the absurdity of his powers being like possibly the most destructive, but also most like healing force on earth. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking can do anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where exactly magic. on the human body do you poke yourself to like heal a fucking cut? <laughs> I want to, <laughs> or like it's. Just, how do you shove your fingers into someone like the that guy Shin does to him to give yeah. him those dope the the little dipper fucking on his chest? <laughs> so sick! Like, I, I want this power more than anything. My life, you, you wouldn't need money if you had that power. Like, you wouldn't need fucking anything. You just walk yeah. around blowing shit up. Exactly. It just it just so happens that there's a fucking apocalypse that happens, and that yeah. sucks. Man, what a good. But that guy, like. Couldn't have asked for a better built apocalypse man. That guy was perfectly trained for the apocalypse. <laughs> he just walks everywhere. How fucking far does he walk? Like it's, just, it's I madness. Mean, he he very nearly dies at the star. He just like there's parts where he's always like falling over. Like I need water. And then he just kind of gets up and keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Also, yeah. how, why are there so many tall, clown, muscular men in the apocalypse? I know. Like, there's Where so did... many dudes with like green and pink mohawks with face paint. And they all look like chucklos, and they're all really tan and really buff. <laughs> yeah, where did they get? Where did they get the hair dye? <laughs> where does like? Where do you get the time to get that buff in the apocalypse? Like you have to, have, <laughs> you have to be like mega privileged in the apocalypse to even get remotely toned. Like, like uh, you, you become you, Arnold yeah. sized. I mean, you're not going like... to you're not going to be eating much, so you're going to be cutting, which will cut a lot of body fat, but to build the muscle to that extent. There's not enough protein in the apocalypse. I don't buy that there's enough protein. There's The protein to muscular men ratio of this world is fucking wrong. It's just like, it's like literally, there, there's not enough, there's not enough protein. I don't buy it. There's enough. Pro- How is there packaged food? You go to the store and there's packaged snacks. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so is society over or not? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Also, there's a plot point about how Eden, the town, is like outside of a city that's encased in a dome. And I'm like, yeah. why are y'all living in shanty shacks out here? There's a city, like a city <laughs> from the 20th century in there. What are you doing? Yep. <laughs> they got plumbing, electricity, <laughs> the plumbing. <laughs> that's the most important part of the apocalypse for me. Like having a good place to take a shit. Like that's, <laughs> that's like number one thing you want to do after water. <laughs> Where am I going to take a shit? Yeah. You don't want to like, like, it's all cool. You know, everyone's like, oh, I'll just, like, go find a Costco and hunker down. It's like, yeah, but that Costco's gonna have no plumbing. Where are you gonna shit? <laughs> yeah. You gonna shit, shit in Costco? Shit doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. Shit doesn't go away. It doesn't. Some shit, some shit stinks no matter how far you di- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so like, the... the- the thing though with this game is that it's another Yakuza game to pile on top of the Yakuza games that I still it's, need to play. It's literally a Yakuza game. And I, I remember having that realization too when I was playing it, being like, oh yeah, I've got a stack of like, I, I, I for a good reason, put all of the unplayed Yakuza games and stacked them in front of my TV so anytime I sat down, I'd see them and be like, yeah. oh yeah. And I'm playing North Star, and I'm getting farther than I have in, like, Kiwami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yep. So, I, I started playing Kiwami last year. <laughs> yep, yep. 
<laughs> so so I so I I beat Koami and I I got like my flatmate brought back Yakuza Koami two, and I I was like fuck I've still got to play Yakuza Koami two, and that is like man so i've got to play north star and koami 2 both of which are seem to be like north star seems like it might be a bit shorter than a normal yakuza game from what i've seen but koami 2 is you know fucking 20 to 30 hours if you're like blasting through it and you know all this other stuff like Man, because I want, because I actually want to go back, because I didn't play all the fucking Yakuza games, so I want to go back and like actually make that happen at some point. But Jesus Christ, that's a lot of game. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it is. I gotta say though, it's hilarious that it's so much of a Yakuza game that like I swear some of the fighting style, like some of the punches and some of the way the characters walk and shit. Like I'm like that's got to be just like a reskinning. Like yeah, yeah. I I w- I know it's not like identical, but I wonder if they've almost just taken geometry from Camarocho and like spun it around or something. <laughs> like yeah, like, yeah. And just remapped it as very beige and apocalyptic looking. It's fucking yeah. uh, like Kenshiro is fucking Kiryu. Like Kiryu. Like even if they didn't have the same fucking voice actor, they're like the same dude. I just realized like they they approach situations the exact same way. They love children. But they're literally a death machine. Yeah, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> Kenshiro's basically doing what Kiryu says he doesn't do. <laughs> like, just yeah. walking through, like, sure, those guys started it, but you, like, you fucking murdered like a group of nine dudes. Like, it doesn't matter what the context was. That's murder, yo. Like, yeah. that's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you were protecting a, thir- a three-year-old from getting kidnapped. Like, that's death. That's mass death. <laughs> You're still going to jail, my friend. Like, <laughs> going to the apocalypse jail. I really want a mod now that just puts Kiryu in the Fist of the North Star World so you can have Kiryu make people explode like that, but walk away from it very coolly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just fucking, you know, taking on, you know, Kuzi uh, or whatever and just going, Omiwa Shinderu. <laughs> oh, so nice. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited to get back to that game at some point. Uh, I will do that. Well, I say I'll do that soon, but then Red Dead 2's coming out, and fuck. I play- That's another thing. I played through the entirety of fucking Red Dead 1 the other day. Or no, not the other oh day. Oh my god. Like, 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 last, like, last weekend, I fucking- I Red Dead Revolver? No, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I went back. I went way fucking back to <laughs> Red Dead Revolver. Um, no, I I played because uh, I was I was like, man, you know what? Red Dead Two is coming out. I'm not that excited about it. I should probably just. I'm going to play it. I should probably go back and play Red Dead Revolver because I'm also you know doing this thing on GTA Five. Uh which now might come a bit later because I'm doing a video on Red Dead because uh, I blasted to that game. And GTA Five is such a fucking bummer of a video game in terms of its story because it's, it's, it's a mess. It is 
writing about that is kind of doing a similar thing to me that writing about Metal Gear Solid did for me, where I'm just, where do I even fucking start with this? It is terrible. And it part of the reason I wasn't excited about Red Dead 2 was because I was like, man, these guys just fucking lost it. Like, I was going back and playing the old GTA games. I, I played through fucking 4 again. And the story in that, while dissonant, as a lot of people when that game came out were like, oh, you know, Nico Bellic is, uh, is he's trying to be a good person, but he's also murdering tons of innocent civilians. Like that problem isn't actually as much of a problem as people say it is, especially when the solution to that problem is Trevor. <laughs> I, I'd rather I'd rather take the problem than the solution to that problem. Uh, I can I can suspend my disbelief for the sake of a well written character as opposed to one of the worst characters I've ever fucking experienced. Um, but I was just like GTA Five was such a bummer that it it legitimately left me kind of like unexcited about Red Dead Revolver Two. But I was in the run up to it. I thought I should play through it. I'm just going to blast through this game. I remember it being a little bit shorter than your typical GTA game. I was like, okay, this will maybe take me like four days or something. I ended up blasting through it in a weekend. That game is way fucking shorter than I remembered it. If you're if you like want to blast through that story, Red Dead Revolver will take you maybe ten hours, which. Jesus. considering that gta 5 is fucking like 25 to 30 and previous games are you know insane amounts of hours and stuff red dead revolver no red sorry red dead redemption i, I probably messed that up and i'm gonna mess up again red dead redemption is mercifully short it still has wild pacing issues which says a lot uh the 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 first act, especially, where you're trying to lay lay siege to the fort that Williamson is in, the it's almost comical the level to which. So every Rockstar game has had the same problem of having to kind of pad out missions, give you things to do to make these stories longer the level to which the the template of these missions is almost comically predictable marston will go up to someone and say hey are you ready to do that thing because i did fucking eight things for you before you and you said this time you'd be ready to do that thing because we need to do that thing and the person would be like yeah sure 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 uh but there's just one more thing and then Marston will go, hey, if you're trying to annoy me, I'm going to shoot you in the face. If you're trying to waste my time, I'm going to blow you away. And then the person goes, I know, I know, I promise it's the last time. And then he goes, okay. And then you ride for across the wilderness for fucking five minutes. And then you go and shoot a bunch of people. And then you do it all again. It, it's and that continues for a like i say a, a comedic amount of time it's just prolonged 
and i i think when donkey was talking about gta 5 uh he described it as infinity suicide missions in that game uh and it's kind of similar here where it just seems like okay are we actually going to do this thing or not so even in a game that is remarkably short compared to other rockstar games it still feels like you could shave a good few hours off of it or a couple of hours maybe you know if you're being generous to the game but what that game does what that game did for me was say okay rockstar can write a good story there's a good story in there it's it, it's it's not a story that hasn't been told before it kind of amounts to who can you who's the bad guy if everyone's bad but the way it handles that and the way it delivers a message so in gta 5 it's all just the characters are played as the kind of moral centers of this world and they're all taking shots at you know facebook and the millennials and the conservatives and the liberals and all this stuff it's just let's take pot shots all these different groups and it's satire because we say it is and that's what's funny about it whereas and it just it it's pointing at it and going ha see 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 what we said there what red dead redemption does is it's it's kind of a similar formula but it's it's much more like character centric it's it's focused on john marston as a character and by extension you as a player because it's very much a story about john marston not taking a side he he does things because he is told to at a whim he has his reasons for not just shooting everyone in the face unlike trevor in gta 5 where you're just like why don't you just kill everyone here because you clearly don't care about consequences you there's zero reason why you as someone who has been written to be criminal like psychopathically distanced from reality shouldn't just murder these people john marston has his reasons for not doing that and he will he will just do whatever the people that literally call themselves the bad guys will tell him to do the actual quote-unquote bad guys of the game your antagonists are idealistic they they the former leader of of your former gang is the bad guy but he's kind of just defending native peoples in against what the people that you are technically fighting for which is a bunch of drug-addled racist maniacs <laughs> and the whole game people are telling you like okay what side are you on here and john is going i don't have any political affiliation or any i don't care about this i just want my family back and you know you're going after these people john is going after these people because these people are telling him to and by extension you are going after these people because the game is telling you to and so essentially every side is presented as 
incredibly murky. So in the same way as John has to figure out where he stands in all of this, you also have to figure out where you stand in the in the face of people a people with motives you don't really understand or don't agree with telling you what to do because you have a goal you have a goal in sight that is beyond any of it if that makes any sense i'm kind of it's it's a hard it's it's a weird way to describe it but ultimately john kind of decides no the best angle from the, the best side i can take here is to realize that everyone is kind of a piece of shit and I'm just going to try and be a good person. Everyone is kind of just resigned to the fact that they are pieces of shit in their own ways. They say they're taking a stand against something, but they are all massive hypocrites. At least I recognize what I am and I'm trying to be a better person by focusing on my family. And that's what what the kind of last act is. And by kind of having that, by having John's path through the game kind of mirroring what you're doing as a player, it really sells a story that has been told a lot of times before, you know, if all the sides are murky, then who is the good guy and who is the bad guy? Especially in a form, in a genre such as the Western, where you have, where the media that has been made about the the Wild West usually delineates pretty clearly who are the good guys and who are the bad guys and stuff like that so it it ends up being this really interesting it's it's not quite as hard hitting as something like spec ops but it it does a similar kind of thing in terms of you're just you're just proceeding further down this into this fucking pit because the game is telling you to and because people above John Marston are telling him to do these things, he has no stakes in any of it. He's just doing it. And there's there's a there's a nuance to the way that game is written that gives me hope for whatever Red Dead Two has to offer in a way that GTA Five completely missed the mark. And so playing through that game was again was really kind of invigorating in a sense i was like okay i'm i'm ready to see what they can do further in this universe the the part that worries me is the fact that they're selling it as you know a 70 hour campaign where i'm like okay you know it being longer doesn't necessarily make it better part of the reason i liked red dead was because it was comparatively shorter, it was more focused, even though it still had pacing issues, it was more focused than something like GTA V. But, I don't know. I mean, also the fact, you know, the the, the stories about fucking Rockstar and Overtime and stuff like that coming out, it's, you know, they're, they're bragging about this game being, you know, so fucking massive or whatever, and I'm just like, how many fucking manners did that take, you know? <laughs> I, I I I don't know. It's uh it's a whole kind of mess, but I I I I am excited for that game, but I'm also kind of cautious about it in a lot of ways. So uh yeah, Th- that that game's really interesting and I I'm going to be doing a video on it. Um that'll probably be the next one that'll be out by the end of the month. So, 
Yeah. Um, I I I know I, we're we're going pretty long. Um, but I I did play one more game that I kind of have to talk about. This was the game I was kind of referencing. It was the reference. It was the game I was referencing before I went to go piss. It's a game that I've been curious about for years, but I always I never dove in. Uh, it's a very contentious game. That you know, many people are saying is a fucking scam. And Thronebreaker. Thronebreaker. Oh. No, uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, no. I, I I I got code for that, but I need to. I haven't played it yet. Um, Overwatch Two by Robomoto. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch HD edition. Um, Ro- Robowatch. Robowatch. Um, no, I decided to pick up. A starter pack for a little game called Star Citizen. <laughs> oh uh, Jesus! Why are you get involved with <laughs> international espionage and intrigue and shit? Is, why are you signing up for someone cutting your power, man? You, or is that e- that's like oh, wait, that was Eve? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, still, exactly. Still yeah. just as scary. Um, uh, so, oh God, that game's never gonna be finished, Hamish. No, I, I hate it, to tell you. <laughs> so, so this is the thing I have heard for years now that you can yes. play star Citizen. you can play star citizen and they keep they keep releasing all these fucking 80 minutes of new uh star citizen footage and they released a story trailer with you know like mark hamill and gary oldman and all that kind of stuff and i'm and i'm like like what is going on here like, i have i have no idea what this game timeline actually is and then I go down to the comments on one of them and they're like, oh yeah, there's there's, there's a big patch coming soon. Uh, you know, th- this this game isn't... It's, it's an alpha. It is very much an alpha. But there's a big patch coming soon that will allow some of this stuff that they're kind of showing at the moment. And again, I, and I looked into it because I was curious. I was... There's... Once I get that bug in me, I'm just like, yeah... So I, I went I went on to the Reddit and everything and I searched I searched is Star Citizen worth it? And uh, and, and and Google just replied with the quick answer. It just went no. Just, just shut down my computer. You, you, you got the blue screen of death and your computer hasn't worked since. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we'll we'll get on to the actual game itself in a minute. Um but uh so the the the, the response generally seem to be it's an alpha (laughs) if you are okay with that and you're okay with a few bugs here and there check it out if you're interested in the scope of what this game is offering but realizing that it's nowhere near there yet and i was like Okay, I've heard some fucking wild things about the Star Citizen community in terms of if if you even question the wild like th- that's the thing you have to take into account the context of this is the most successful crowdfunding of a video game ever it's and it's still going up you you still fucking how can it be successful if the game's not finished yet <laughs> what well, well, I mean successful purely in monetary terms <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's it's it, I think it's 
I mean, it's probably made way over fucking $200 million at this stage. I don't know the exact Remember figure. when it was coming out in 2014? Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and, but I said to myself, okay, I'm going to go into this treating it as an alpha. And, and I was already kind of like, I, I bought it. I bought the start, I bought a starter pack with the squad forty, the squadron forty two add on, which is apparently the story mode, because I was like, I mean, do they have the story mode available yet? Like, what the fuck's going on? Um, isn't that then, a separate game? Isn't well, that? Isn't... It's, no, it's part of the Star Citizen thing. I think it's like a first person shooter game, right? Star, Star, Star Trooper, Star something. It's like. They were they were like I have this vague memory of them being like oh there's gonna be like a like a space shooter aspect of it too when you land on ships and stuff and then that morphed into it being like a standalone game that well then all of a sudden they were like oh we're working on two games now and they're both in the same universe it just seems like every time you'd hear from them they were like dicing up more chores for themselves to do that they couldn't finish <laughs> like yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's Ugh. the thing. Like, like, like I say, they keep releasing these like eighty minutes. Like, they have Citizen Con every year, and they release, you know, a the game's bunch not even of... out yet. They have a convention. Well, it's yeah, madness. Exactly. yes, it is, it is, it is fucking insane. I do not understand it. Like, it how is, is this legal? Like, I mean, like, I get, uh, yeah. I get that, like, how crowdfunding is, you know, like, you know what you're doing, crowdfunding. But like, how are they able to spin all this around a game that's not done, remotely well, it, done? It, it, it seems so, like. My my guess is that it's purely fucking, if, if not buyer's remorse, it's some kind of, I've invested a lot of fucking money in this. I want it to do well. So, God, my, 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 so. my starter pack cost me about 60, 60 pounds. So about seventy, so about seventy dollars. I was, I, I, I needed to know. I like. Imagine if it was old pounds. It <laughs> would have been like one hundred and twenty dollars. Bought a fucking house with that money. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ! Um, but, but, the, the, well, the thing is, people have spent ungodly amounts of money on this fucking game to get ships that, for the longest time, they could just look at. I guess, and I was just like. I I needed to know I I like I was I need I I the fact we're talking about them splitting up the campaign and everything I still don't know I don't know what the fuck is going on here I I lo- I bought the starter pack which apparently included one ship and the and a campaign I guess at some point but I I don't know and then they're they're showing all this gameplay that's like exploring these planets and the the planets have fully bustling cities that are, you know, programmed individually and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here? So I loaded up the game. I bought it and then looked at the fucking system requirements and was like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, 16 gigabytes of RAM, SSD, strongly recommended, all this. Like, you need a fucking beefy rig for this. And I was like... Oh shit! Okay, this is might be this might be a waste of time. Um, I loaded it up, and after about three minutes of loading, the main menu came up, and you know it was it was it seemed to be running at sixty frames, like all the animations and stuff. Um, and I clicked on the first option that was some kind of space hanger thing, and I loaded it up, and it was very choppy. But 
I was moving around in a game called Star Citizen, I suppose, um, around this empty hangar, and I was like, wait, I, I, I bought a ship. Where's my ship? And I, 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 no fucking idea. So I just end up, I was wandering around this, like, this one room in this fucking hangar for about, like, 20 minutes trying to figure out, like, what the fuck was going on, because going through the menus and stuff, I was like, okay, how, who do I spawn my ship? Um... Then I was like, okay, fuck this. I went into... I, it was another fucking mode that... I think it was what is going to be one of the main modes where it's you get to explore and take on contracts and stuff. And I spawned into that, and that ran like absolute fucking dog shit for about five minutes. Like it would just fucking hard freeze for seconds at a time, and then kind of judder to the next few frames and like it, it it was it i was like this might not be doable eventually it got into a weird rhythm with it where i could kind of get about like 40 to 50 frames a second um i wandered around a space station i guess and I was like, okay, where the fuck is my ship? I, I don't know. I, I bought a ship, apparently. I don't know where it is or how to get it. I, I tried opening my menu, and it was like, oh, no ships selected. And I, 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 I didn't know where the fuck I was meant to go to get my ship. And so I wandered outside. I went through an airlock and wandered out into the fucking... the, the space platform, and I... But what I saw a ship in the distance, and I was like, okay, I, I wandered, I tried to wander over there, I wandered off the edge of a platform and thought, okay, I'm either going to fall to my death or something's going to happen here, I'm not going to be let off, I, it activated kind of, uh, can't remember the, the name for it, but it's just essentially a jetpack, so you can kind of just jet through space, um, and so I went towards this fucking ship, and that's when I realized there were other players in this, on this space station that I was, that I was on. And like one just kept kind of following me around everywhere. And I was just like, what the fuck's going on? And this ship was fucking huge. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this isn't the ship I bought, but I kept trying to like find ways to get in it anyway. And I spent about fucking, like, because I was like, I, I just want my ship. I don't know what the, f the game has never explained to me how I get my ship that I bought. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so I ended up, like, all the while it's, it's kind of glitching out and stuff. There's times where I'd just be walking along and my character would just fucking fall over. <laughs> it, would, it would play the animation as if I'd like been hit by something and just, I'd fucking fall back. And I was like, what, this is... And then it would just freeze for 30 seconds and I'd be thinking, am I going to have to restart my fucking computer? Then it would just start again. Um, then I finally made it onto this massive ship by glitching it. <laughs> so I... I went off the platform, flew up above the ship, and then just kind of launched myself onto onto the top of the ship, and then I ended up falling. I was walking along it, and then I tripped and fell, and kind of just went through the ship, and then I found myself inside, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm in the ship now. And I was wandering around the ship that looked 
very much like something out of Alien Isolation. And like I say, it was a big ship. And that was when I was like, okay, there is a, there is a scale, a potential scale to this game where the ships you can pilot are sh- are like places you can get lost in these ships and they have like escape hatches and they have maintenance bays and everything like that that's potentially interesting and it has that kind of no man's sky thing of there's a big fucking planet in the distance and i would later find that you can go to these fucking planets um but we'll get on to that so I, I then I I finally after five minutes of wandering around found the cockpit of this fucking ship, and then it didn't have any screens in it, so I was like, and I couldn't fly it. And then someone else just got in it and just went into the pilot seat, and then all the screens just fucking appeared, and it just booted me out of their fucking ship. And I was like, well, I guess this is their ship. I what <laughs> what, what what the fuck. And then, so after that, I was like, okay, I'm done with this idea of the game trying to explain to me, because it's not going to explain this to me. I have to look up tutorials and shit. So I looked up fucking, I I looked up one tutorial that was like, oh yeah, you just go to the fucking screen. There's a terminal in the space station that you, you go to and you access it and then it transports your ship to an available spaceport and so i was like great went in accessed my ship retrieved it and all the while like I'm, my my game is occasionally it's it, occasionally it's running very well and occasionally it's running like absolute dog shit uh and there's no discernible reason why it's running like dog shit or it's running well it's it just seems to happen at random my my ship spawns and i'm like fucking a Get me on that fucking ship right now. I I go over to my ship. I and it's 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 quite a cool thing to be able to be like it's 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 fairly it's it's a tactile thing to be like, okay, there's my ship. Spawn it, and it spawns with all these other ships and everything like that. And so I run over to my fucking ship. And then I'm then I think, how the fuck do I get into this ship? Am I gonna have to glitch my way into this thing as well? Like it's a starship, so it's much smaller. Um, and I I walk around the ship for fucking five minutes. I, I'm I'm looking for something to press that will get me into the ship. I'm pressing literally all the buttons, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is this. So I look up another YouTube tutorial. I look up several YouTube tutorials because they're all for different ships and everything, and every ship has a different means of entering and exiting it and stuff. And then I finally figure out that the thing to get into it is on the bottom. It's a ladder that you you access and you climb up it. And again, it's very tactile in a way that something like No Man's Sky isn't. And there's potential there. And so I get in. Well, no, I don't get in, actually, because because the, la- the ladder is underneath it, I keep trying to get into it but for some reason it keeps freaking out whenever I tried to climb the ladder and uh, like, and <laughs> one, and I just, I fell through the world at one point and then came back up and I was just like, okay. I, I um, And then somehow I got into the ship after about three minutes of trying 
I get into the ship. I get into the cockpit. How the fuck does this work? I switch the engines on. Think things light up, and then I'm like, I'm okay. I'm pressing all the buttons. It says W to throttle up. I throttle up. I'm pressing space because that might because that's jump. So I'm that might you know ho- allow me to hover up. I press all the fucking buttons. I press N that's saying it's the landing gear thing. Nothing's happening. A voice sounds. You're taking too long. We're putting the shit back in storage. And I'm like, no, 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 please don't. Please don't. No, 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 no. And, and, and it's like, please vacate the ship. And then, it's, you know, it'd be better if you vacate the ship while we put it back in storage. I'm like, no, no, no. I've worked so fucking hard. And then it just fucking respawns me in in the space station again. And now I have a wanted level for some fucking reason. <laughs> Because I took too long to get off the fucking hangar. This this sounds a lot more like most space exploration games I've played that are part sim, where you're just going about your business, all of a sudden you're a fucking fugitive for some reason. Yeah, and again, there's part of me that really likes that. There's there's a masochistic side of me that's like, okay, I get it, but it would. But then the problem was that. I did, I repeated the process, I got to my ship, I got into it, I fucking pressed space, like I did before, and this time, for some reason, it worked, and it got me off the ground, and it was fucking, and I was like, man, this is really floaty, and like, what the fuck, this went up fast, I wasn't expecting that, I put the landing gear off, and I just start flying away, and I'm, and I'm controlling it with my mouse, and I'm just thinking, I guess the game just freaked out and didn't respond to my fucking controls. And I'm just like, what the... the?" And again, it it, it was only after, like, a bit of tweaking with it uh, to the point that the person was coming on the thing saying, okay, we're going to put your ship back in storage, get out of the ship. And then I just happened to fly away. And I was just like, okay, what the fuck, man? And again, the the potential is there. It's it's not quite the sim level of something like Elite Dangerous, but it's also not as automatic as something like No Man's Sky. Uh, and, but again, it was a lot of like, okay, there's, I have to charge the, the hyperdrive, uh, or something, I, like, and, and, and then I have to hold the button to do the hyperdrive to this planet I don't know where I'm going. I accepted some contract to pick up trash. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is an amazing game. Um, so I, so I hit the fucking hyperdrive button, and then I was just f- fucking floating towards this planet. I guess I was like, I don't know where the trash that I meant to pick up is. So I guess I'll just float towards this planet. And the but the planet was so fucking far away. Um. And then I went, I ended up like zapping to another moon because it was taking too long. And I was like, okay, I'm actually much closer to this moon than I was to that planet. So I guess I'm just going to wait until I get close enough to the planet to actually land. And then I was like, holy shit, I can actually land on this moon. It's just craters. It's, it's not even got the fucking flora nor fauna of No Man's Sky. But I can land on a planet 
cool. The, these big things that they're showing me are places I can go and it takes a bit of effort to get there, which is something that No Man's Sky didn't have. I land on the planet. I kind of nearly crash land on the planet because I'm just like, oh shit, I actually have to do things to land properly. That's really interesting. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get out. I'm going to walk on this fucking moon. I turn my engine off. I get out of the cockpit. I climb down the ladder. I immediately fall through the fucking moon. And I keep falling. And that is all I've played of Star Citizen. (laughs) That That sounds leaps and bounds better than my time with Destiny 2, I gotta say. Like, I didn't... At least you had fun. I didn't <laughs> I didn't dislike my time with Star Citizen. That this this is the thing you see so many fucking videos coming out saying it's a scam. It, they they're doing all this other and I'm like, "Cool. I I get that. I I totally understand. It, I and and I I'm I'm with you on this. This feels fucking sketch as hell." Also, what if there was none of these people seem to be actually talking about the game itself? What if I was to just do, th- what if I was just to examine the game, knowing full well it's an alpha, just go in without the context of the kind of shady business stuff that's going on? There's potential. There, there's, there's, it's, at this stage, you're, if you're wanting like a kind of space exploration game, get Elite Dangerous. It's, 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 that game is fucking real good if you, if you want that space trucker experience. What it star? Doesn't, si- uh, it doesn't. What? It doesn't play easy though. God, that. Oh game's no, hard. no, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's. But that's that's the thing I've always said about things like No Man's Sky is, you know, No Man's Sky lets you go anywhere you want, but it takes no effort to get there. So you might as well be selecting planets from a menu. It's that satisfying. Elite Dangerous makes getting your ship off the ground a real achievement, and that's that's all. I can play Elite Dangerous and just float around because the mere act of getting my ship to that point is the game for me. And that's and and Star Citizen, like I say, kind of li- the potentially lies in between those two games and what they're promising in terms of exploration and the different different systems at play is 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 beyond what like no man's sky was promising originally like there's there's a remarkable num remarkable amount of fucking star citizen footage out there that is like it looks like cyberpunk and i'm like what the fuck is this man like i i got none of that in my playtime but the like i can see the potential for all these different things here it's just so glitchy and broken at the moment and i i don't know i just i needed to know and i don't know if this is when people were saying oh the patch is dropping or has dropped or i I couldn't tell when that big patch was coming i don't know if that's what i played I, i i have no idea but i didn't hate it it, I, 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 like when I fell through the planet after fucking spending, like that was when I turned it off and I was just like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore at the moment. I need to just take a step back, and uh, it was, it was infuriating in a way, but the, it was also really fucking funny. And I, I, and again, I could see what, what that could actually be like, 
And yeah, I don't know. It's it. I don't know if I know any more about what that game is, having played it now, than I did when I hadn't played it. But I'm in now, <laughs> so I guess you'll be getting continuous Star Citizen updates from me. Nice. Also, well, <laughs> it's more interesting than No Man, Joe Man. What the fuck is it called? No man's sky, no yeah. man, no guy by. Y- young man, sky. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's my star citizen experience. Um, we're 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 run we're run, we're on pretty long. Um, is 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 there anything else you want to talk about, or do we have questions or anything like that? We have questions, and I'm getting to them right now. I'm going to the old Twitter dot com. Uh, I just saw on my Facebook that popped up Rocket League. There is a live action like board game of Rocket League. What? And it looks kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's like Hot Wheels. Uh, oh here. sure, yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Sharing links from Facebook is easier said than done. <laughs> How do I do this? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, you know what? Just use your imagination. They got the big old Rocket League ball, though. Sure. Okay, that 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 that's. I, I'm sold on it, that. Anytime it, they it's take... like two RC cars and one ball, and you got to get it. It's kind of neat. I'm not gonna lie. Like this is a neat idea. It's like air hockey with two RC cars. <laughs> uh, questions. <clears throat> got a few. Uh, King K wants to know why we're wrong about Mario Party, but I think we can skip that. We don't have time to get into that, and I think I'm just going to uh, no, right? that so, one, No, 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 actually. no, I, 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 want, I want to know, I want to know, I, I, I said this last time, I want to know what makes Mario Party good. King K, hit me up. Dan, I'm calling you. I, you know, if Dan says anything other than two is the only good one, the rest I can take or leave, then he's going to be wrong as well. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, who is the dankest of the video essay community, and why is it Lamhoot? Says our, says our good buddy Shintai. Uh, it's, I mean, it's definitely Lamhoot. Um, yeah. Oh, have you seen his Wario wear? War, it's Wario, but it's Wario wear outfit specifically, and it's, it is... No. It is divine. <laughs> I, I, I wish he'd take it a little bit further and paint his nose like bright pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I, I was I, I was talking about it when we were all in that uh, Thug Pro thing, but I <laughs> my girlfriend I was scrolling through YouTube and he'd uploaded a bunch of fucking things to his other channel that were like. What was what's that fucking app where it turn you type things in and it turns it into a fucking song? Um, I can't remember the name of the app, but it's like it's daft as hell. And he was just putting in like Hamish Black, Nico Blakely, Hamish Black his dad, and all that stuff. And my girlfriend was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, it, it's, it, it's, "It's a long fucking story." Um, and I just showed her the video that he uploaded, um, where <laughs> Mitch Heavy Eyed is thanking me. It's like Dennis is filming his screen, which has Mitch on it, thanking me for helping Mitch with one with his Star Fox video, I think. And he goes, "Oh, thank you, Hamish." And Dennis just goes, "Yeah!" 
and my girlfriend i i i i i she came close to fucking dying of laughter um <laughs> and she laughed solidly for about 10 minutes and i like i i, I had to just explain to her the whole dennis saga <laughs> um and yeah that was uh so dennis you've 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 left a meaningful impact on my life um but yeah i don't know i mean the what was the question who's the dankest or something like that yeah who's who's the dankest uh i mean i don't know i've been going through a lot of uh a guy called uh matt uh, matt mml lucas uh his his it's Matt, Matt ML Commentaries, I think his, his channel's well, called. Interesting you should bring him up, because he also wants to know, for the third time I've I've noticed here, Matt, I, I, I'm keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> the, he wants to know if we're coming to ShrekFest 2019, and Shrek would be thrilled to meet us. That, that, I, I've been considering the possibility I, uh, of that. I'm pretty into it myself. That, I mean, that, that will cost me a lot of money and take a lot of time. <laughs> But I I think it might be worth it. In, in... Do you hear that, Shrek Fest people? You have to make this the best Shrek Fest of your Shrek fucking lives. Yeah, yeah. An, an actual Scottish person coming in. Breaking the bank on the Shrek Fest voyage. Uh, it, it, that would like usually it's like okay, I come out to LA for fucking E three. If I go to fucking Canada <laughs> or um, Wisconsin, yeah. If I go to Wisconsin for fucking Shrek Fest, that is. I feel like that might actually be more valuable than than going to fucking E3 at <laughs> this stage. Like, so I don't know. Um, I don't know the, the first thing about fucking Shrek Fest, but it seems like it may be fun. So uh, hit me up with deets. <laughs> um, uh, Jared wants yep. to know, any thoughts, any thoughts to people weighing... Wing, not purchasing Red Dead 2 after the Rockstar Crunch story? Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I, I, I understand think, it. I, I, I mean, but, oh, I, I, I get it. Like, yeah. I totally get it. Um, I also think that there's... Was there not something that came out about, like, a lot of people's bonuses being dependent on the success of it or something like that? But then there was also that George Weedman video that came out that uh was talking about telltale and how the bonuses actually weren't that significant i don't actually yeah. I, I don't know the ins and outs of any of this shit all i know is that you know if 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 you feel that you can't support that totally get it 100 percent. like I, I part part of my job is to kind of keep up with some of this stuff i th- i feel like i i don't know um i it's 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 a tough one man like i the way i see I it, it is we've been i mean we've been supporting this shit for years and it's only coming out now but there's been cr- horrendous like crunch stories forever but they were always kind of laughed off and now it's becoming apparent that maybe for years you shouldn't have been laughing those off as much sure um, yeah yeah and I, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think my, my point here is like it's totally not fucking cool, but like it's gonna keep happening for a while, and I don't know so much of how much like you not purchasing Red Dead Two will have a sway in that being changed. 
Sure. I just yeah. don't know. I, I I guess where I'm coming from with it is more like I, I'm probably still going to buy it. Um, I'm not running out to buy it. I think we both mentioned we're not even going to be able to play it sure, for a few yeah. days after it actually comes out. But um, I, I guess I, I guess the way I see it is, did those guys, I, I don't really want those guys to have busted their asses for nothing. That that that's kind of where I'm falling on this. I think it's it's like, like it's like okay. I think they'd want you to buy the game, right? Yeah. Like the guys who were also got crunched and fucking half. Like sure, I, I, yeah. Like, I, I, if I if I busted my like the way I'm seeing it is I was one of the guys in the throes of crunch. I would maybe want as many people as possible to buy the game that I damn near killed myself making. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. Pro- and they probably you, you, feel mixed about it too, because like yes. you know. I don't know. It's and there's a lot of people in the industry. I imagine here are going. That's just how it is, and that's how I grew up understanding it. Is yeah. too is like that's crunch is just a reality of the games world, and it's like I don't I don't really have the authority to say whether or not it is, but I do know that like a lot of stuff, a lot of cool things get made by people damn near killing themselves and showing up to the finish line missing a limb or two. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's not cool, and it's not cool when you have to do it, but. It fucking happens, and I, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, I don't th- know. I think, it, it's really a contextual thing, but you know, with something like Rockstar, it's like they ain't exactly the nicest company to work for, are they? Like, I, I, I mean, pretty... that's that's the thing. When it was coming out about, like, you know, oh no, it was it was purely voluntary, and we, you know, it, it was the only senior writing team working a hundred hour weeks, and I'm like. I don't know. I've when the that stuff read like was, a gun to their head. Tweet first off as well. well. I mean, like, I, 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 the, all the stories that I've kind of heard. It, it's not even really like stories. I've just heard from so many people involved. The the people that I have heard from who have like kind of tangential world like involvement with Rockstar or you know maybe they've worked in like QA or something like that or they, they've done stuff or like around that. Like, there's some fucking stories about working at Rockstar, and also Jason Schreier just posted a big thing on Kotaku. Uh, I haven't actually read through it all yet, um, because it's it's very, very long and comprehensive about, you know, um, working conditions at Rockstar and everything. Um, I mean, I will say that, you know, as someone who is still trying to separate it's still trying to kind of maintain some kind of work-life balance like still trying to find it um yeah i mean it's it overwork is a real thing and you burn out and and there's a larger problem i think that people are starting to realize is okay the people are burning themselves out they're crunching like fuck and then they're just getting let go at the end of it so they're just out of a fucking job most of the time or a lot of the time and that is that's a large problem and you just think okay how many people are getting burned out and just leaving the fucking industry and how many games have how many amazing games have we not gotten because that talent got so burned out yeah and obviously the, like the the games are not the important thing here it's obviously the the health and well-being of the people involved but you 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 can think of it in terms of well you know it it results in lower productivity Uh, there's there's multiple studies to 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 that make that claim that the overwork does not lead to the most efficient work 
and it brings out the best in like a very very niche slice of the world i've noticed but it's like yeah you can never do that to a whole studio or something and and there there, there are there are people that defend the the idea of crunch and you know and you see a lot of people being like no fuck that and and i i get i get it but i i also think that again as someone who kind of needs to be doing things at all times i struggle when i'm not and and that's why it's it's actually been such a struggle to like to kind of actually delineate work hours that i have and stuff uh and stick to them which i'm i'm really not good at because i just i kind of just live work and everything and it is i i i get why people might you know gravitate towards that kind of thinking i also know that it's not healthy and it actually doesn't like part of the reason i'm trying to get away from that is because i know that if i do i will probably work way more fucking efficiently and that's been proven in the time where i've actually been able to manage that and it's 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 a yeah it's 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 a it's a difficult one that like you know at the end of the day will you not buying red dead 2 have an effect on it if if you if you feel very strongly but and i totally get why you would and that is totally cool and great i'm glad you're you're kind of trying to take action for what you believe in that's good um you can buy it used if if you if you feel like you want to play it but don't feel like supporting the big company cool i also think that like like you say if i work my fucking arse off on something someone going i don't support the way you have been overworked so i'm not going to engage in the thing that you spent all that time working on I don't... Which, depending on the studio, can make you look bad to yes. some management. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I, Like, oh, I, the I, game's not selling very well. Like, you know, all these people are not buying the game. Like, let's say it has an impact. They're not... Like, the higher-ups will very... I, I, I bet you they will not be like, is this because we overwork the people who work for us? Like, yeah. they're not gonna come to that conclusion. I'm sorry. Like, they're not. It's... It's really wishful thinking to that you can appeal to their good senses, but they're dudes who run a company, and people like that rarely get swayed by that. Like it's the sad fucking truth. Yeah, and 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 like that. To, to be clear, that is a problem with management. That is that is a very real problem yeah. that should be solved, and you know can potentially be, you know, at least fucking partially sorted by things like unionization and stuff like that but it's it's i i guess change starts with the individual for sure it's hard to the, imagine the, the big scale change will at which with devs though that's the thing yeah yeah sure yeah it has to be the devs like going for the unionization there's only so much much people backing them on like twitter will do like yes yes exactly that's a yeah, small yeah, yeah. fucking part like it's cool to have the public's backing it's like okay balls in your court developers who want to unionize unionize like do it like it's you got to take the step plumbers did it like everyone did it i mean we talked about this before it's it's something that i feel like 
I feel like the majority of people, like, you're always going to get the kind of shit heels are just going to try and, you know, be, be arseholes or whatever. But, like, I feel like the majority of people, at the very least, the very, very least know that unionization could at the very least lead to better games because that you you're thinking about workers' rights and you're keeping people motivated and engaged and, you know, paid fairly and everything and they're gonna produce better work for that. You know, like you I feel like everyone's on that side. It's just like it it, it was uh, to bring it back to that fucking Super Bunny Hop Telltale video, at the end he is he's just like, well, you know, we've had strikes and other in in other media before that's affected some level of change why hasn't it happened in game development and you think well actually scabbed super quick too oh yeah yeah yeah. yes exactly i mean that's a problem but if you kind of time something like that right when you're working on say like a big fucking holiday release when that when that sort of thing starts to get hit that's when things start to happen, I think. But then you're also... That is a fucking minefield in itself where you're talking about people sacrificing their their pay and stuff or, you know, they're they're, they're putting their jobs on the line and everything. And, you know, however insecure it might actually be, it's still a job and... And most of these people are paying off student loans, which is a whole nother thing that ties into a lot of stress at work and so like it's a yeah it's, it's a fucking like the problem man. is like, with society <laughs> yeah i mean yes exactly yeah. it's, it's, it's such a like do i think that people not buying red dead 2 is going to a happen no do i think it's going to make a big change probably not and i you know i that sounds I think, pessimistic. I think those. But... No, it's it's totally being real because in the context of the internet, you're never, you're rarely going to have that. I broke the dam. No, I broke the dam. All yeah. these heroic civilians standing up, taking becoming one man. Like it, it doesn't work like that. Like not, yeah. not where we are now. The way we all interact with each other and shit. Like no, because yeah. there's so many factors now. Every conversation has. People on the outskirts wanting to throw a wrench in just for laughs. People yeah. who are maybe just a little too young to know what the fuck they're talking about, but they they are given the same ticket into the same conversation, and they muck things up. There's a it's that type of thing is harder now. The way social media works in our lives, sure. And I don't. I think yeah, it's it's one thing to like say it needs to be changed in mass now on the internet, like screaming into the internet, going, "We need change now," and you got to like someone's got to like actually do it yeah yeah and i but i don't think it can be the game like i mean this in the neutral non-condescending way like gamers people who play the games who don't make them there's only so much that side can do and i honestly like my take on like not playing red dead is like it probably won't work man not at all like yeah and and the that kind of sucks. Like, it's, it's, oh, it totally sucks. But it's like it's. I kind of just made peace with that years ago. I don't yeah, know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's 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 lame. It's totally yeah. lame because you. It's. It, I I, it's, I want people to have healthy work lives and like, and but I, when I, you get into video games because you just love playing video games, it is. It, it, then then you've now for years we have not had to deal with the 
this someone's life was affected making this. It was very easier before this. Like you can talk to like the guy who like designed the grass on a level now one on one whenever you want in any video game if you tried hard enough. You know what I mean? You didn't have that a few days ago. You didn't or a few days ago, a few years ago. Like (laughs) you didn't have this window into some random writer who. Like, well, you're seeing it now a lot more. People will quit their job, and instantly after quitting, they'll just be talking a whole bunch of shit on Twitter, right? Yep. I don't know if that's the best thing you should do. I personally think you maybe shouldn't go online and just spout off a bunch of horrible shit that happened to you at your job. But if you do want to do that, you can do that now, and we can read paragraphs and paragraphs of horrible shit that's gone on behind the scenes. And it's it's a whole different thing. There's so many more moral things weighing on you with any entertainment now. And... I think a lot of people don't appreciate feeling responsible in that way because they didn't have to before. So it's causing a lot of rifts everywhere and it makes everything crazy and messy. I don't know. Sure. I get confused myself. Just thinking about it. I mean, it, well, it is, it's like you say, it, 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 it's not just a game required a lot. It, like you're there. Think about how much we fucking talked about just talking about this one game. It's, it's a society fucking wide thing and i don't know i don't think that's going to change based on one game but then again where if you do want that change where do you start do you just start like i guess you kind of have to start at that level but i don't know it's uh it's wacky times we live in and it's hard to see a kind of path through it sometimes uh, oh it's like yeah that's isn't that the isn't the whole meaning of life that at the end of the day <laughs> it's just sussing out that path and then by the time you've fucking nailed it you're 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 about five seconds from dying I don't know. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah sorry um, I, I just got distracted by because i was still on twitter looking at the questions someone has made a straight up rainbow cube as a character in soul caliber <laughs> And they're like fucking shit up and ranked with it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh. <laughs> oh. well, that was a damn. That was a that was a heavy question there, Jared. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, fucking hell, Jared. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, Ossian wants to know if I'll ever be weekly again. <laughs> uh, I. I, I you see, that's the thing. It's like we 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 keep trying, and shit just gets in the way. And it's like, I I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. Maybe I, like after fall and winter, because that's the in in America and in Britain. That's when there's a lot of holidays stacking on top of each other. I don't know. Like, sure. I mean, well, like the, the thing is, it, like we're we're gonna keep trying. It's just that. I, I I in the last like year it's like I say it, kind of in relation to the previous question it, it was I was just fucking working all the time so if I wasn't like it's, it's, if I found a block of time I would I would just work and then I would do this and then I would just work more and part of it is just being like actually no I'm gonna spend some time with my girlfriend or i'm going to go hang out with friends or something you know just i'll go out for a fucking walk and do things 
that aren't necessarily associated with the work or anything like that. And like I, I you know, like the podcast is it, it, like it's not it's not work. <laughs> it's it's yeah. me chatting it's me chatting shit with like one of my best friends for, you know, a few hours at a time. But you know, it's 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 also like you know, we have to carve out like a pretty significant chunk of time in order to actually do this. And like, you know, when when I'm like it's it's hard to fit that in when you're trying to fit in like a lot of life. <laughs> and I feel like you're you're probably in the similar situation, you know, like where you've just got a lot of life shit going on and it's just kinda hard to squeeze in that few hours every week. I think I I I I think it's very valuable when we do, but it's just it's 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 difficult to actually make it happen sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah. So, um, but you know, it's like, life, it, man. Yeah, man. But like you know, we we I I I I don't know. Whenever we whenever we do it, like I I always think like, man, this is great. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so yeah, you know, we'll it, we'll we'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it is 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 it might just be sporadic but we'll we'll it's, it's not it's not going anywhere anytime soon so <laughs> it's, uh yeah uh oh wait then what? also he says how about those tweets between david hater and rob robin atkin downs oh fuck i only will heard... will we ever see another metal gear game and does it matter i don't know what he's talking about so i don't know i only found out about this the other day the so they so Robin Atkin Downs, who is the voice of Kaz in in the Metal Gear games, he he was tweeting a bunch of weird shit relating to Metal Gear, and he was tweeting at David Hater, going, "Snake, I have a mission for you," and stuff like that. And there was video of Robin Atkin Downs on his Instagram hanging out with um. Uh, I can't remember her first name. Zimmerman, the the kind of voice di- the voice director on the original Metal Gear Solid, and I think a few others as well. And uh, she, like, so there's there's been a bunch of shit like going around, like people speculating, like what the fuck does this mean? Like they're all hanging out and everything. They're all in communication with each other. Hideo Kojima even is tweeting, you know, replying to. Robin and stuff being, you know, like, hey, this there's things afoot and stuff like that. So there's there's clearly something going on. Um people some people are suggesting it's a Metal Gear Solid remake. Some people are suggesting uh some people are suggesting it's actually to do with the movie. And some like they're saying <laughs> they're, so they're they're saying it's not gonna be the movie. <laughs> well the, well have you have you seen the stuff that's come out about the movie? I've been hearing about that movie since I was 13 years old. There's no fucking way. It's so like, that that the, the director behind that movie is doing a really good job at selling me on him directing that movie and he he gets it in a way that very few people get it. He caught he coined the perfect term for what Metal Gear Solid is. Like, my flatmate and I were listening to this fucking interview he was giving, and we were just like, wait, why hasn't anyone described Metal Gear Solid like this before? He described it as military surrealism. And I was like, that's fucking perfect. Um, And, like, 
he's the so it is I, kind I, of I, like a Tom Clancy novel just dropped a shit ton of acid. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and but like some people are speculating that the movie is going to be CG and will therefore have the voice actors from the other games and stuff. Ooh, smart so, move. So that that would be interesting. Directed th- by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> I I think I think it's I think it's more likely that is <laughs> that that is going to be something to do with the game awards and they're going to have like a cast reading or something like that. What if what if it's like it actually it's a theatrical release and they don't show you any trailers and they just it's just like a poster it's like that the PS one cover and it's white and it just says Metal Gear Solid in red text and you go in to see it and it's just one of those cut together YouTube videos where it's like <laughs> Metal Gear Solid the movie and it's every cut scene pasted together <laughs> yeah exactly that would be a fucking that, dream that, come true that would be brilliant and he just fucking has some, class S trolling and he just yeah. has some dweebs like you know fucking boo, 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 like dubstep YouTube intro or whatever where it comes up with their name um, he's just crawling by Linkin Park comes on and then... <laughs> oh god um, but yes, yeah. it's a speed run. <laughs> it's just glitching through the fucking torture chamber. No kills, an hour and a half. No <laughs> rope escaping from the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Hideo Kojima. It, um, see, it goes quicker here if you don't have any old Konami games in your memory card because uh, Psycho Mantis talks less. <laughs> that shaves so about five seconds off. do is put it in the second controller fork. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna want you're gonna want to throw grenades into in, into Vulcan Raven. Raven on my back for blood. But uh, <laughs> oh, cigarettes in my stomach. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I think if what what is happening with that, if if it's even if it's not just them appearing at the game awards and reading out some stuff. I think it's probably you're you're going to find out more at the game awards this year. That's, so yeah, that's pretty weird, Keely, to do your friend like that, where you get his ex baby like that and then parade it around as a new <laughs> release. It's just pretty rough. Hey, Keely, I'm on to you. <laughs> Kojima said he loved you. <laughs> yeah, and this is how you repay him. He's <laughs> gonna be so sad. He's gonna have to. All those prepackaged sandwiches and toys he got for you. <laughs> All down the shitter. Oh, man. Um, I don't believe yeah. it, though. It's nothing. <laughs> it's David, Hader's, David Hader's still fucking salty about getting snubbed. And he's, like, fucking with Metal Gear. He's taking it to the fans now. He's over. He's a well, snake like, on the edge. Well, because he did the voice of, Bom- like, of uh, Solid Snake in that new Super Bomberman game or whatever that came out. Um, and actually, weirdly, he was, he was talking about, um, like the, he he did an interview with, I think the, like, it was the escapist or something where he was talking about the whole, this whole thing with like Robin tweeting at him and stuff. And, uh, he was just like, "Eh, it's just kind of nothing. And then, uh, and he was like, Robin was saying, oh, my phone's blown up and David was like, "What? What did you expect?" <laughs> it's like you tweet, like, "What were you?" Th- like, so I don't know. This could be fucking nothing. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's, I think it's a lot of people at play. To, to for it to be literally nothing, 
I think at the very least you're going to see some kind of cast reunion at the Game Awards or something. Um, maybe some movie... Well, not, not even movie details because um, the director was talking a few months back that he only just finished like a script, the first draft of a script or something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just... I, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should let Metal Gear go. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I that film... we're, we're, we're doing ourselves dirty here getting excited about this. Just just just, uh... just leave it. Yep. I know I know it sucks to leave the legacy with like survive as the last game, but still. <laughs> you know what, man? It could have been worse. I don't know. I don't know how. It just could have been. <laughs> like, just leave it. Yeah, they could have left you got, Metal Gear Solid You got a 5. bunch of solid games out of the deal, out of, like, multiple decades. You're fine. Just, just <laughs> go play the trilogy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we'll always yeah. have the MGS3 Pachinko machine cutscene to get us by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the Fox yeah. engine at its purest. Fuck. <laughs> I just... I, uh, I, remember, I, I remember the day I saw those screens and someone told me they were leaked for a remake, and I was like, oh... Yeah, and then I saw what they were connected to, and it's just too much. Yep. <sighs> Have zero expectations of everything in life. You will never be disappointed. <laughs> yes, that's a good. One. <laughs> it's, 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 it's... Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a good amount of time for a for a podcast <laughs> over three hours. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, that was fun, Nico. Where are the videos? Uh, I'm I'm still working on that Yu-Gi-Oh one, and actually, I just did something for the RE one. Nice. They're really slow. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna be at my computer for a few days, so there will be like no progress made. Okay. Filming some goofs. Oh yeah. To pad it out, get that nice. ten minutes slot, baby. Yeah, get exactly. that out Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I can't wait to. I'm just gonna put ads all over my video. You're gonna be so fucking into it. It's like yep, yep. So many ads. Can I make the ads? This is a section of YouTube I'm not familiar with. So like, can I make it so like all the ads are to like Dennis's channel or something? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta pay YouTube in order that they can pay you for. I don't know. That's my dream is to uh, like have an ad that just directs right back to my channel. <laughs> 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 oh man uh but yeah how about uh, zoosh can i can i have zoosh products on my thing for those who know what that is <laughs> i'm down for zoosh if anyone yeah, wants exactly, to sell zoosh, zoosh on my on my time is what you know what i'm into it <laughs> uh yeah uh I, I've, I've got like i say i'll be there'll be a review of the spider-man dlc going up on the patreon uh, there'll be a Red Dead video, then there'll be a GTA 5 one, then there's probably going to be a bunch of reviews that I need to catch up on because there's some games that I didn't even get to talk about today that I've been playing. There's so fucking much coming out. Um, and yeah, uh, outside of that, you know, more podcasts when they happen and yeah, just more more stuff. A lot more stuff. Uh, I want. I'm gonna get back in. I I I said this earlier on in the uh, in the year, but uh, I'm gonna get into streaming again. I feel like I should probably do some me, streaming. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> nice. 
Sp spooky stream will be happening. I, yeah. I, I, I think I think the spooky stream might not be in October. <laughs> but you know what? That's fine. November yep. is spooks part two, and nobody ever mentions it. <laughs> it uh, as I say, Halloween goes from September 28th till... Uh, when is the day... When is Black Friday? Uh, Three days know. after Black Friday. Okay. <laughs> so that's um, like a month. That's like over a month. That's like a month that's of change. Sure. It's Black Friday. Yeah. So so the spooks will keep going as far as I'm concerned. The Golden Pumpkin is open year round for submissions. Yep. That's how I view it. Speaking you don't have which... to be wearing orange to be scared. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> orange is the new scary. No, orange yeah. is the new scary. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of which, I have started collating collecting whatever the fucking word is all the games i've played this year and i started putting things into categories and stuff because i feel like i should probably start that before it, before we get to december and i forget everything i've probably already forgotten a bunch of stuff um the real so, question is will we have best remaster as a i i have put Best remaster Cause, as because there's a lot of remastered shit out this year, and a lot of best, it's good. <laughs> best best old game is probably going to be more than any other fucking category this year. Um, <laughs> Destiny Two is qualifiable for best old game. I just realized because that technically didn't come out this year. Yep, yep. It's not going to make it though. Best worst game. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's uh, disappointment is going to be an interesting one. Um. I I have also started collecting uh, my thoughts for uh, best Detroit moment of the year. <laughs> I I got I'm I'm debating whether or not to watch a replay of it or to yeah. go down play it one more time. To uh, I like, I I you see I'd say watch Lemmy's one, but there's some moments that he misses in there that are really kind of the really good moments, the really good terrible moments in that game. Um. Does shoplifting scene make it on? Shoplifting scene's kind of funny. Shoplifting scene's pretty good. Uh, shoplifting scene when you play it mega sneaky is the dumbest scene I've ever seen in yeah. many things because it's just like, how did that guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> you knock over some cans and you're able to f empty out the guy's register when he's gone, but yep. he walks like five feet. It, it's, like, the, it's like Fallout shit where you're able to steal like a bunch of stuff when the guy has turned around for two seconds. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, magician the, the, one of the one of the kind of moments that i'm surprised no one has actually talked about is uh when marcus's owner the fucking bishop um his 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 son comes into the art studio and you fucking push him over and he go and i'm gonna call him bishop bishop's reaction is just to crawl up to him and go Oh no! Oh my God, my boy, <laughs> my little boy! <laughs> it's just, it's it's oh a, a, a very very good moment that is. Uh, I'm surprised no one is focused on. But uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Of, um, there's a lot of stuff to. A lot of stuff that I I forgot about that I was like, oh shit, this category is gonna be good this year. Oh, I, I already know one. I'm gonna submit for Detroit. Uh, picking out a shirt 
for Hank. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Uh, uh, I don't know. Or, uh, or or spying or like snooping through his desk so you have some shit to talk about with him. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. Like so, some of the, the 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 moments with Connor and Hank that I've that I've mentioned are kind of legitimately really good. <laughs> like they, they, they're not they're not like terrible. Mo- they're not terrible things that are really funny. They're actually kind of just funny things. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. So game of the year is going to be interesting this year. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i don't know as long as we don't I, I guess the one that would take it would be like boiling down civil rights to a binary decision but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> oh god i mean well there's I, this... I guess that's just that's just called cageification i guess is boiling sure. down any complex societal issue into a left or right decision <laughs> yep um but yeah so I'm lots excited. to look forward to um and with that i guess that's going to do it for episode 89 of the writing on games cast uh i've been hamish black that has been nico blakely and we will see you next time goodbye are uh, you ready to go cause i'm ready to that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna make sense to fucking know <laughs> good